What's up, Videolanders? I'm Brad. Kyle! I'm Nathan. Welcome to the Marathon Golden Idols. With our marathons, we choose five to six movies from the same genre or director to view and compare. The various category winners are given Golden Idols, our version of the Oscars. This exercise has helped us understand filmmaking and change the way we watch movies. We use the marathon to examine and discuss films we've needed to see or haven't seen in a while. The live-action Ghost in the Shell opens on March 31st and has inspired a very entertaining marathon. Animated films don't get talked about as much as they, no, they, they should. Uh, so in 2017, we're going to change that. We decided to marathon classics and critical works of art to get a pretty good feel for the genre. We left off most of Miyazaki's films because we're doing a marathon in honor of the director later this year, I believe Labor Day, Labor Day. is we're going to do that. So Kyle, what anime films did we watch and how do they stack up against each other? All right, our first one up is, uh, I'm just going to read the synopsis for each of these movies to help you guys understand it because I wish I had done this before I watched all of these movies. <laughs> uh, a secret military project engineered uh, by Neo-Tokyo when it turns a biker gang member into a rampaging psychic psychopath that only two teenagers and a group of psychics can stop. It is known as Akira from 1988. It got an 87% on Rotten Tomatoes and an 8.1 on IMDb. Next is the inspiration for what we're doing here. A cyborg policewoman and her partner hunt a mysterious and powerful hacker called the Puppet Master. Ghost in the Shell, 1995. Uh, 95% on the old Rotten Tomatoes score and an 8.0 on IMDb. A mysterious Vagabond sets out on a journey to confront his past. Little does he know he is up against a demonic force of killers with a ghost from his past as the leader. That's Ninja Scroll from 1993. It had an impressive 92% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 7.9 on IMDb. Next is our Miyazaki that we decided we were going to do. And it is Spirited Away. Uh, during her family's move to the suburbs, a sullen 10-year-old girl wanders into a world ruled by gods, witches, and spirits, and where humans are changed into beasts. Uh, that is from or 2001, and it got a 97 on Rotten Tomatoes and an 8.6 on the IMDb scale. And lastly, we have a young girl requests the help of a vampire hunter to kill the vampire who has bitten her and thus prevent her from becoming a vampire herself. That's Vampire Hunter D from 1985. Uh, 83% on Rotten Tomatoes and 7.2 on IMDb. And I forgot to put Grave of Fireflies in here, so that was not our last one. Uh, it's, uh, 1988. <laughs> 97% on Rotten Tomatoes and 8.5 on IMDb. You always got my back. We got you, boo. All right, guys, so let's crank this out. Do you guys want to say anything before we start? I just want to touch base on the fact that we we did make a swap in the, in the lineup, right? Mm -hmm. We were going to do uh, Princess Mononoke, mm -hmm. and then we decided to... We because we're doing the Miyazaki marathon yeah. in, in uh, for Labor Day, uh, we decided that Spirit. We, everyone talks about Spirited Away. You know, like it's the best Miyazaki film. Well, if it's the fucking best, Oscar, yeah. 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 If it's the best Miyazaki film, then it then it belongs in this marathon. Yeah. Right? Rather, you know what I'm right. saying? If, so. if it's gonna dominate his marathon, let's put it let's put it up against Akira. Yeah. Let's put it up against Ninja Scroll. You yeah. know what I mean? And then like. Let's see if it holds up there. Yeah. And then Mononoke goes with the rest of his stuff, and that should be a much better marathon. Two better marathons. And real quick, what movie were you most excited to watch in this marathon or watch again? Most excited? I mean, we were doing this for Ghost in the Shell, so Ghost in the Shell probably got me the most excited. Um, when we put Spirited Away in there, then that one became the thing I wanted to watch most. Okay. 
Um, let me think about this. So I, I had seen the only one I you hadn't, hadn't seen, seen. Grave. I so. hadn't seen Grave, and I knew that it was sad, and so I actually left that till the end because I didn't want that to be like the mood that I had throughout the right. rest of the marathon. Um, I think the one that I was most looking forward to, the one that I watched first, was Ninja Scroll. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for me, I was really excited to watch Grave of the Fireflies. I think that yeah. was the one that I was really looking forward to. I I watched um, Vampire Hunter D and Ninja Scroll: A Cure and Ghost in the Shell, but it's been so long. You might as well say that I've never watched right. it. You know, right. I, I images from Akira, images from Ghost in the Shell. Literally, remember just the nasty shit that was going on in Ninja Scroll <laughs> and Vampire Hunter. That, that's it. And uh, and just to to start this off, I, I've never been a big anime fan, but I've never been exposed. Sure. To a lot of anime. So just like all of our marathons, like we say in our opener, um, this is to watch movies that we needed to see or haven't seen in sure. a while. So um, I'm, I'm glad that we did do this marathon because it's, it's a, uh, a hole in my... It's a blind spot. It's a, it's a blind spot for me. So I'm, I'm excited that we did this marathon. Um, so let's get into it, okay? Yeah, absolutely. Um, best location, Kyle? Take us start with the best film location, and for me, this this one was a pretty obvious winner, and it was the bathhouse in Spirited Away. Um, not only is it your central location for pretty much the entire movie, but there's a lot of fantastical sort of stuff that's going on there. Uh, it's just the beautiful animation of everything. Uh, all your big plot points are happening there, and even within this bathhouse, there's you know a dirty dungeon, and then there's the nice spa area, and there's this you know high up in the fucking clouds sort of witch's lair. Um, so Bathhouse kind of ruled it for me. The Bathhouse is cool. By the way, are you keeping track of these points? I am keeping okay. track of the points, yes. Uh, for me, man, it came down... That that was definitely one of my honorable mentions. For me, it definitely came down to two, and it was the two of the cities that you go to. Um, it was either going to be Newport City from Ghost of the Shell or it was Neo-Tokyo from Akira. And they both kind of hit... They're both, they both feel they have immersive. They both Yeah, well, I mean, Neo-Tokyo is definitely Tokyo, but... Uh, mm-hmm. Newport City is basically it's it's basically Hong Kong, you know what I mean? Like, and it's a has a it's a hyper stylized sort of dreamlike Hong Kong. And uh, what I liked about it, I actually I looked up uh, a quote from uh, the art director for Ghost in the Shell. Uh, that's that was my pick, by the way, Ghost in the Shell, Newport okay. City. Okay. Uh, it says on the street there flows an excess or a flood of information along with along with everything else this excess brings out. The modern city is swamped with billboards, neon lights, and symbols. As people live in this information deluge, the streets will have to be depicted accordingly as being flooded. There's a sharp contrast between the old streets and the new ones where the skyscrapers are built. Uh, my feeling is that these two, originally very different, are now in a situation where one is invading the other. And I think that's... Both of these cities feel super fleshed out and they feel super oh, like, immersive. Oh, curate goes to the shell? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but but it, if we're talking just one edges out the other for me, it's Newport City from Ghost in the Shell. Okay. Um, it looks like we're starting off this marathon on three different locations. Uh-oh. Yeah, this is exciting. Um, I went with Akira. I went with Neo Tokyo. Okay. Um, Neo Tokyo is the replacement capital for Tokyo. It was destroyed in World War Three. Um, one, I love just seeing the collapsed background. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. the, the decaying um, capital that used to be. Um, but uh, with Neo Tokyo, um, I could have picked a, a couple different districts. I went with the whole metropolis. Mm-hmm. I went with the industrial district, the gang hangout, the, the stadium where the Olympics are going to take place. The, mm-hmm. I think it was what? the next year, um, right? Yes, I believe so. The following year, I believe. Uh, But that stadium looked amazing. Um, This was the... We all watch these movies with English subtitles, right? Correct. This was probably the only movie I wanted to shut the English subtitles off, listen to it in English, just so I could look at the locations. Okay, yeah, (laughs) I I wanted to plug in an Xbox controller, okay? That's my... 
video game system of choice. Uh-huh. I wanted to plug in an Xbox controller, and I just wanted to roam around the city streets yeah. on a motorcycle. You know, I it's love gorgeous. this location. It's completely gorgeous, man. So I went with Neo Tokyo. Yeah. And I, I totally see where you're coming from. Just for me, it edges out. You know what I mean? There's there's a lot of stylistic differences. I think um, Akira is very much a cyberpunk kind of feel, where it's this dystopian thing, whereas I feel like um, Newport City is... It's futuristic and it's definitely kind of post-apocalyptic, but it's it also feels very modern. It feels it's one, modern, one society advanced, the, the other one society kind of degraded. Right. Yeah. And, but you're right. And there's there's these like there's these beautiful like skyscrapers next to like next to like just old shrines yeah. and like it's it's so good. Man. But you're right though. Both cities, I believe, were really flushed uh, yeah, out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, real quick, I do think this was one of the richest categories um, yeah, out of the twenty too. that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to just real quick runner up um, Ninja Scroll. Um, I thought. For having fights and battles, um, they hit everything, every location I mm. want to see a fight in, um, yep. whether it be forest, a bamboo, bamboo forest, forest, or the, the the awesome burning ship. If mm-hmm. it wasn't for Neo Tokyo as a whole, right. I would have went with the sinking burning ship from Ninja Scroll. Absolutely, man. Uh, but uh, two other ones that I have to give some love to is Grave of the Fireflies, the makeshift home by the river, the mm-hmm. abandoned uh, the bomb cave. shelter. I thought that, that was kind of cool. And then... Um, seeing the, um, I know that uh, Vampire Hunter D is, we put that in there because it was the cult classic, right. which um, before you get to yours, I also want to talk about the poll real quick too, if sure, you have that. Sure. Um, but we put Vampire Hunter D in there because we knew there was some fans of that. Sure. And I have to say that I really liked some of the, the world building there, some of the locations, um, the the farm. We don't get to see a whole lot of it, but I thought that was really cool. And then Count's Castle. Uh, that you see the very castle looks bad. Especially in the opening bad. scene yeah. where the you have that dialogue coming down that's setting you up for that right. movie, and then you see his castle in the foreground. So I thought those were really good, but I had to go with Neo Tokyo. Um, so we did a poll to tell okay. everybody what movies we were doing. And um, if you can find that, I'm very curious. Way the fuck down here. Yeah. <laughs> Way the fuck down here. <laughs> Um, here but while is. you're looking for it, yeah, so we asked the group uh, what their favorite movies were out of this, and they came back with... Um, and last place was Grave of the Fireflies, just Mark Marquez like that. Right. I don't think <laughs> um, a lot of people have seen yeah, it. I yeah, I don't think they have. Uh, Ghost in the Shell had two, Ninja Scroll had four, Vampire Hunter D had five, Akira had seven, and Spirited Away ran away with it with 15. Yeah. Okay. So, top two, Akira and Spirited Away. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think so, yeah. Okay, awesome. So take us out. Uh, best character. Best character. This one was a little tougher for a me. A lot of good characters. Um, there are some really great characters. And I really like sort of forced tragedy characters, and that's why I like Tetsuo so much. Okay, yeah, man. Um, because he's he's just a regular fucking kid that gets caught the wrong place the wrong time, and now he's some fucking biomechanical psychic fucking mess that wants to destroy the city even though he doesn't really want to destroy things right. like he just wants to go back to being himself but he's he's turning into this fucking horrible nuclear bomb of a human being well he's go ahead no what were you saying no i no, so i also have tetsu tetsu Oshima. Uh-huh. Uh, so like he he's this orphan you know what i mean he's always this small kid yeah um everybody picks on him kind of looks down on him you know kind of does his friend but like you know, always is, he he just wants more respect. He wants to be more than what he is. And so when he finds out he has these these special powers, I mean, like, he you know he he grows up with this attitude that the world owes him something. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? And so like when he starts to get these powers, he becomes incredibly selfish and destructive. And I think that's super. That's cool. But then it's super cool, like the way it sort of the way he sort of arcs toward the end because like he obviously he can't control his powers toward the end. He's mm-hmm. killing the people that he loves, like his girlfriend. Um, and he's looking for Akira, right? You know what I mean? Like, he's looking for Akira to get more power because that's that's what he wants. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
but Akira doesn't respond to him. You know what I mean? He finds nothing. Right. It's not. It's not until he uh, admits that he needs help that Akira Akira comes out. You know what I mean? In fact, in fact, he appears as an infant. You know what I mean? In that time, like yeah. he like he's struggling to. Yeah. He doesn't. I love that. Tetsuo is fucking awesome, <laughs> and like I'm, I love him, man. He was definitely my favorite. Yeah, character. I went with Tetsuo as well. Did you really? All yeah. three of us. That's yeah. awesome. And uh, there's not much I can add to that. Um, one thing I will say is, you know, like you guys hit it right on the on the nose. He's he's the outcast. You know, he's. Um, I was looking at the guy who uh, wrote the manga. I, I don't have his name in front of me, but I kind of went back to that and was looking at stuff. But he was really interested in giving an ordinary person power, you know, right. a superhuman power. And I've seen this story done so many times from Stephen King's Christine, you know, right. to Teen Wolf. You know, what happens when that, that normal person that's been bullied, picked mm-hmm. on, outcast, gets power. Carry. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um and so this, I think this was done to such great effect. You know, I, I think this is the, probably the, one of the best versions I've seen of that story. And he just loses his his shit at the end. Um, actually, you said the exact line that's in my notes. But uh, Tetsuo has grown up feeling as if the world owes him something. Yeah, yeah. And he's determined to take it by force um, right. at the end of this movie. And he, you said at the beginning here as, as well, Kyle, he's very tragic. He's a very mm-hmm. tragic character. He, he's a very tragic villain, you know? Yeah, he is. Um, I, mean, I mean, he... I, love, I understand I love where he's he, coming from. Even when he takes that arc, he's still he he he's like he's like beyond redemption there for a second, but then he's not. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. then then he's like shit, kind of. I need help. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I, I love I love that. I love how he keeps going back and forth. Like he's you know like for, for one minute it's like it's like fuck you, I don't need anybody. Like oh, holy shit, man. You know what I mean? Like, I guess mm-hmm. I do. You know, and it, it snaps that fast on him. And like I I love that it. I, I just love the way he flip-flops around. It's yeah. great. It's very human. Did you guys have any other um, honorable mentions then for runner-up? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, there were a couple in here. Um, I really like uh, No Face and Spirited That's Away. That's what I got. Yeah, that no, was, no that would have been my runner-up. Um, but No Face is, just didn't really have the depth that Tetsuo did. So. I think he does. Well, I mean, he does. Very ambiguous. Well, yeah. No Face, ambiguous no face takes on the characteristics of mm-hmm. whoever he's around or whoever yes. he absorbs. Like in the beginning, like he's he he likes um, uh, Chihiro's uh, sincerity. You know what I mean? And like mm-hmm. so that's why when when she lets him in, like you know he's giving gold to everybody and he's very nice. And then uh, and he just eats people. He, well, well, the, well, then he's surrounded. <laughs> he's surrounded by all the gluttonous fucking greed and shit mm-hmm. in the bathhouse. And then that's what he becomes. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And then late, later, Zeniba takes him in or whatever and sort of teaches him, like, you know, get him away from that negativity. I love that, how you just take on the characteristics of the people around you. That's very cool. Um, my runner-up character would probably be Jubei uh, from okay. Ninja Jubei. School. Yeah, um, he had me from the beginning scene when he's just eating that yeah, rice ball. Yeah. And he's just talking, he just, he's just smooth. Even that first scene where, you talk, uh, where he's talking, I don't have his name from me either, but the, the rock monster. Uh, to sigh. Okay, yeah. like he's he's he just goes up to him, he's like talking while he's like licking all over this girl, yeah. and he's just he just I don't know he's just a he has some fun hero banter, you yeah. know. But he does. He's just a cool character all the way around. Smart, um, great swordsman, you mm-hmm. know. I mean, he's I'll get into him a little bit more later. But he was a very Yojimbo esque. Exactly, he was yeah. very cool. I like Jubei quite a bit, so he would have been my runner up. Jubei's but, badass. Yeah. yeah. So all right, uh, best screen duo. Best duo. Uh, this goes back to my runner-up character. I like Chihiro and No Face. Oh, yeah. um, I really like them together. Again, as Nathan uh, said so eloquently, that he's taking on these characteristics of the people around him, and especially when he's forced to be around Chihiro, that's that's kind of the better version of himself. Mm-hmm. And I love that they're also enemies at the same time. Like there there are moments when they're enemies, but at the same time they're also you know forced to be together and become friends right um i really like that just that beautiful you know it's not really a juxtaposition but like the the 
the far reaching ends of friendship and hatred sure. all in the same two characters. Kind of fun. Uh, I had a, uh, is it Sita or Saita and Setsuko yeah, yeah. from uh, Grave of the Fireflies? They're, they're, I buy their relationship super hard. I mean, I, like, there there were some good um, screen, there were definitely some good screen, do- screen duos, man. But, like, mm-hmm. if they, if I didn't buy their relationship, then that wouldn't be as tragic as it is. It wouldn't yeah. be as, as beautiful as it is. And it, it really is, man. That and they, you know, I have kids. I mean, uh, Saito is like, I think he's 11 in this. And then I think Setsuko is supposed to be like three or four I have, mm-hmm. I have kids you know I mean I have a little three or four year old girl and like that's exactly how they act you know what I mean like it's 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 very believable and their their relationship is very believable and it's uh, yeah I thought it was beautiful they're they're definitely my favorite beautiful huh it's beautiful it's gorgeous <laughs> you said uh, beautiful like 40 times well I'm sorry yeah. it is is it beautiful fuck Jesus Christ man fuck Jesus okay yeah. wait, I, wait. I I'll speak to that in a second but my best screen duo is Akira again I'm um, going with the two members of the teenage biker gang at Capsules. Um, leader, I, I don't know how to say Kanita unless I'm screaming it. Kanita! <laughs> and Tetsuo. Um, they're best friends. They grew up in the same orphanage. One is brave and independent. The other yeah. is weak and introverted. Uh, together they make uh, for a compelling story and a great, um, fun, thrilling third act. Yeah. You know, oh, these yeah. two friends going against each other. So mine was Akira. Um, Runner-ups, I do like... Um, uh, I, I had a, a friend told me if I went with this one... He would give me shit for the rest of my life, so I changed it to them. <laughs> but I don't. You guys probably do the same. But I wanted. Bullshit. I wanted to go with uh, uh, Kanita and his bike. <laughs> no, that's, I mean that's legit. Though. But it's the same movie, so it gets a point anyway. <laughs> that's that's why I went with the duo. But um, Ninja Scroll, Jubei, and Ke- uh, Kigero was yeah, it was really cool. Um, I didn't get enough from Vampire Hunter D, but I this might have took home for me if D and a sentient left hand. Like oh, yeah, I started yeah. looking into a sentient hand, and they don't spell it out enough in the movie. But mm-hmm. I guess he like has a pocket dimension, mm-hmm. like in his mouth. Yeah, he That's sucks. It's really in. cool. Yeah, you know, you know what? Um, what movie they they <laughs> they have a lot more shit about that in huh. Bloodlust. Okay, <laughs> yeah. okay. And I, I was uh, I really enjoyed that, you know, but there was not enough there yeah. um, to, to cling on to. And then D and his cyborg horse, I thought that was badass, but yeah. you don't get to see him enough on his fucking cyborg horse either. So is there more cyborg horse? Absolutely. Fuck, I'm gonna have to watch this then. The blood, 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 yeah. blood. It's like everything it. turned to eleven. Um, I for the longest time, um, I was battling with Grave of the Fireflies. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted to read right. something. I have a couple different quotes throughout our, our marathon. I wanted to bring some video landers into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the main character uh, for um, Grave of the Fireflies, what was his name? Was it Seta? Seta and Setsuko, right? I'll, yeah. I'll just read Ryan Smith's um, little synopsis here, or his little mini-review. He says, Saita and Setsuko um, are a great on-screen duo, and it is heartwarming to watch their love for each other as it is painful to watch their struggles mount. The film hinges so much on their, their survival and a brother's love for his sister. Uh, his simply mind-boggling choices dismantled my suspension of oh, disbelief. Yeah. <clears throat> the emotional core remained throughout, and this film is gut-wrenching if you stayed engrossed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was disengaged by some nonsensical actions midway through and into the, into the end. As a result, um, I couldn't remain engaged, and my interest fell dead like a firefly at daybreak. I can't believe I'm <laughs> saying this about a studio Ghibli film uh, that is so loved, but I give it a two point five out of five. Is and the whole movie a two point five out of five? I wouldn't say that. Yeah, that's well. I, I tell you what, like I, this is the only one I actually watched with anybody. Uh, was mm. Grave of the Fireflies, and Ryan Smith and I both were really into watching this movie. Mm. Heard great things about it. If mm. I would probably just off of guessing, what would be my favorite movie out of this marathon? Just the the uh, the, the plot and, and just the, the 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 scores from this movie, the, the critical consensus. Grave of the Fireflies 
probably if I would have bet money on it. But there's so many just the main character waited until his sister was completely on her deathbed mm-hmm. before he took money out of the bank to feed right. her. And then when he does go home to feed her, she's delirious, saying shit that he doesn't even understand. He just puts a little piece of food in her mouth and then sets it next to her and just walks out of the room. Yeah. And it just doesn't end there for me either. There's characters like this all the way throughout the movie. Like when he goes to bury his sister, the the guy who gives him the box or whatever is like, you know, it sucks your sister's dead, but look at the sun is shining. Right. And, you know, th- then there's the, the farmer who beats the shit out of him. And then the ant sucks. And the ant was the only one that I bought that should be a, a fucking dick, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, so there's just so many. The only good person in these people's, in these two kids' life uh, lives was um, the cop. And that was it. And he was only on the yeah. screen for a second. It's like, don't beat the shit out of him. That was it. Yeah, don't beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Kid, and yeah. so there was just the, the characters in this world were so mean. And I look back at, like, say, 9 11. You know, when 9-11 happened, it was one of the the, uh, the times in my lifetime where I seen people come together. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not saying that they would give these kids food. Food was scarce. Right. Okay? But I think that there would be some... Even the doctor was like, you know, she needs food. Get the fuck out of here. Right. There was not one character in this movie that kind of brought the kids over and was like, hey... You know, this is a rough time. You know, there's well, no food. Or... To be fair, though, isn't isn't it a true story? I mean, isn't it? I mean, not that. No. I mean, it, it's it's based on. Isn't it the guy the guy that wrote it? And I'm I'm spacing on his name. Wasn't it written out of the guilt that he had that he wasn't able to save his sister? That was my understanding. Yeah, I think he could have saved his sister like, if he would have took some money out of fucking, fucking money out. But then, he, but, but then he fucking dies afterwards. I don't know if he went on right. a big food spree or if the, if the money just ran out. Because it looked like they gave him a stack of cash, but I don't know well, how they, much. Well, yeah, like 3,700 yen. Isn't that like yeah. three bucks? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. know. I don't know. But I'm like, I think he should have took that money out a little bit further. So I won't spend a whole lot of time on that. But that was like one thing where just the characters are so right. mean-spirited. But I, think, I think the idea behind that was he was not going to touch it until his dad got back. And he didn't really find out until much later in the movie that well, his yeah, dad clearly wasn't coming back. Right. Yeah, and there's, I mean, this kid, how old was he? I think he was like 11 or 12. Yeah. yeah. I, I looked it up. Was he? Because I don't know. Just see, it, seems, yeah, it seems like if your sister's on her deathbed, especially when the doctor says she needs food, mm-hmm. you know, just go out and get some fucking food. Anyway, there's a lot right. of characters in this, especially like, like I, I said, that guy you. who gives him the casket is like, hey, the sun's shining. <laughs> no, <laughs> Everyone's so happy. <laughs> all and good. I'm, not, I'm not like defending, but, but uh, no, I... It was a great film, though. I don't. I don't. I mean, I think that's. It, I, it feels a little nitpicky. I, I, really? <laughs> All the characters being so mean to I these it. kids. I don't buy that. Like I said with 9/11, like I saw people come together that weren't even affected by 9/11. Do you think maybe it's a cultural thing? Maybe. I mean, I, I'm not saying it is. Maybe. I'm just. I'm just I, Maybe I just don't, I don't, but I've never experienced a movie like that where I was like, so many people were mean to these kids. But um, I I would like to give them the duo, and if I would have just based it off of betting, I would have been like, yeah, Yeah, these two kids, you know, but it just didn't affect me like I wanted to at all. Um, Which takes us to... Best villains and antagonists. Yeah, villains is the key word there, Nathan, because it's the eight devils that come out. Uh, why do you take Ninja all my Stroke? fucking picks? Uh, because <laughs> I just looked at your list and then wrote it all down so I didn't look stupid. No, um, I mean, it, you're going up against eight fucking people. It's it's Dude. a cool fucking gauntlet yeah. where you're taking on a fucking rock man, a lady who has snakes come out of her vagina, a shadow that just turns into more shadows. More shadows. <laughs> A guy with bees, <laughs> dude. Yeah, yeah, and it, like, and then it cultivates in, in a great fucking fight at the end too. I mean, there's some there's some other great like stuff. Just I I contemplated just uh, best villain was just war for Grave of Fireflies, <laughs> <laughs> but that was a little too broad. Um, so I landed on Eight Devils. Come on, cool. <clears throat> the uh, the Eight Devils. Okay, <laughs> from, from Ninja Scroll. Uh, 
it's the gold. This movie is the fucking gold standard as far as I'm concerned with how you run a gauntlet on somebody. You know what I mean? Or like, I I strongly feel like if you have a cat, I always feel like if you're gonna write a story, every one of your characters should have like a moment. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Should have like a moment where they're a badass. You know what I mean? Or a moment where they save the day or whatever. Everyone in this film does that, and then the every one of the villains just by virtue of the fact that they sort of always face them one on one, like they have that moment where they're just a fucking badass. Like, so let's who who do we got? Genma, he's a fucking immortal, right? Mm-hmm. Like he just comes back to life. Uh, Tesai, he's the uh, the rock guy who throws yeah. a fucking boomerang sword at people and like rapes people, <laughs> like drinks their blood. Benny Sato, the uh, snake vagina girl. Yeah. Uh, Mushizo, the uh, he's got he's a living beehive, like yeah. fucking sick, dude. Like that is badass. <laughs> uh, uh, Yutsutsu, the uh, the fucking blind swordsman. Yeah. Like that is. He's fucking Daredevil, man. You know what I mean? Like, he's Daredevil with a sword, and, like, it's a gorgeous... Okay, don't even... Uh, <laughs> uh, Shijima's the fucking... Uh, the shadow ninja guy. Yeah. Like, he's, he, like, he's a telepath. He's a shadow dancer. He's fucking... Man, they, just a straight-up fucking ninja. They threw everything like, in there. They threw everything. They, like... Uh, Yuri Maru is, like, a, a gay fucking electro. <laughs> like, he's, like, he's, like, gay electro with a, with a, with a steel wire. And then uh, Zakuro, who like he, she makes bombs, like yeah. she's a ninja bomber. Like it was like Metal Gear Solid. Who, come to yes, life. it is. It's like Metal Gear Solid, the anime. Like it basically, like whoever the fuck you are, there's a villain here that you're gonna like. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, and, and every yeah. one of them has a cool scene. Everyone, have, every one of them has a cool death. They're fucking awesome, and they're they're not even like they're not all like they fucking backstab each other. They have their internal politics. Fuck it, man. I think it's the gold standard as far yeah. as that's concerned. Like, and then you can say whatever the fuck you're gonna say, but <laughs> no, I, I, for the most part, for the most part, I like I like Ninja Scroll. I mean, I like the Devils of Kimon. Um I thought some of them were good. Some of them were just kind of generic. Like, well, some I, of them, I mean, I couldn't yeah. I just could, by virtue of the fact that you had eight yeah. in an hour and a half or whatever. Like, some of them kind of didn't have exactly. Like, like, if you sat down, like Brad, you gotta watch this movie where snakes come out of this lady's vagina. <laughs> she <laughs> had her moment. And they they came watch that immediately. No, dude, no, no, but it was cool. I don't give a shit about that. No, it was cool. <laughs> but then, and then there's one guy. He has a beehive on his back, and he's bees come out and they chase you in the water. And I'm like, okay. And then you're like, well, then there's this bamboo guy who fights. It. He's he's badass. He has a sword. I'm like, oh, okay. Now you, I'm I'm with now, you there. Now you got me. I'm okay. with you there. Okay. But uh, for the most part, I liked most of the devils of Kimon. I liked the fight scenes. Yeah. On all of them. Couldn't get behind all the villains. Um, I went with the tragic villain that we talked about earlier, and it's Tetsuo from Akira. Um, It's being bossed around, has that inferior complex, um, and to the point where his weakness uh, makes him want to release Akira and become a mass murderer. I mean, there's that that scene on the bridge, that whole third act, I mean, he's just fucking murdering everybody. I mean... Yeah, the the bridges, the bridge scene is a, a great fucking scene. Man. Oh. I, I love, I love just like the chaos of that scene where there's like this religious cult behind him, like mm-hmm. tanks are fucking firing him, and they're like cheering for the end of the world and shit. Like that's <laughs> yeah. fucking cool. But yeah, everything from the orphanage to the death of his parents to befriending the the biker gang and feeling inferior, right. and then getting that power, and then you know releasing you know Akira and you know becoming a mass murderer, and and then what turning into a universe. Yeah. Right, he like he like Big Bang. He's <laughs> like the Big Bang. I thought he was yeah. a very interesting and tragic villain. So for sure, he was my my villain for sure. Um, best hero. No, no honorable mentions for those. Uh, do I? I, I kind of dig Magnus Lee. I did too. He was I mean, what? Cool. Yeah, I like Magnus. Well, he's so stuck. He's he's got he is. 
in a fun way, like in a, in a Castlevania yeah. way. I mean, in a Castlevania. Well, I, I love the I love I love the fact that he's just like he's like. I've been alive so fucking long, like, every day is just boring to me. And, like, right. he just spends his whole life in fucking boredom. <laughs> he just wants to fuck a woman. He just wants to, like, human. Just, just, he just wants to Hot watch human. the world burn. Dude, I, I don't know, man. I Again, like, I haven't seen Ghost in the Shell for a really long time, man. But I was fucking surprised that, like, it just the, there's no there's no animation. It might as well just be a manga. Like, he's just mm-hmm. standing there. Mm-hmm. Like, when like the big fight scene is, like, he they don't want to animate him. So it's just, like, a fucking beam coming. He's, like, dark side. Just fucking um, Omega Beams come out and start chasing people. Like... <laughs> That's fucking dumb. Gimel was cool too. How he tricked, is cool. He, he tricked Jubei's um, whole clan into into attacking yeah. him. Jubei kills him. He learns resurrection, comes back, and he wants to take all over all of Japan. You like Puppet Master? No, no love for the Puppet Master. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna give some love. Didn't, the didn't, puppet I, master. I got nothing negative to say, but it just didn't come off too villainy. Tetsuo, as, yeah, no, he's not really a villain. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, Tetsuo <laughs> came off so strong for me. Is that and, and again, Kyle, you said it the best. Is that is that tragic villain that mm-hmm. there was no other option right. for me for no, Tetsuo? You like Tetsuo? You like I mean, Tetsuo. You Baba. Like. cool. Yeah. Best hero. I went with Jubei, um, mostly because. He had to take on the best villains of the the eight devils of Kimon. Um and and what you mentioned, just that opening scene, him walking on the fucking bridge, just eating a fucking rice ball, and the fucking like harpoon comes up to the bridge and he just kinda stops and just yes. keeps eating this fucking rice ball, just like I gotta fucking like whoop some ass right now. Mm-hmm. You can't let me fucking finish eating. I don't know. Simple little stuff like that, like really gets me going. And he's like uh, again, hearkening back to Yojimbo, he doesn't really yeah. have like a strong purpose to take on these eight devils of Kimon, At least when he starts, well, yeah, he, he gets kind of yeah, he, he just kind of he kind of gets it, just like... stuck into it, and he's like, all right, fuck it, let's just do it. Yeah, you know? I like that. Jube, if we had a, if we had a category for like biggest badass, Jubei would have won yeah. for sure. My my best hero is Kaneda. I think <clears throat> like. He's always been this character. I love the relationship between Kaneda and yeah, Tatsuo. So do I. I love that like he's always looked out for him, that he's always taken care of him. He's kind of been this this big brother type character, and he and he and he is still trying to protect him until he fi- you know until he finds out that he's fucking this crazy psychic killer guy. And that, but even then, like he's still looking out for him. He's like, look, man, these fucking these this these government these uh army guys like they're not if anyone's gonna kill him I'm gonna fucking kill him you know what I mean I'm his friend like I'm gonna I'll, I'll fucking kill him you know and yeah uh, I love that I love that I think that's you know what I mean it's it's like I'm not gonna let him get fucking killed by these guys like <laughs> I'm I'm gonna take yeah, care I'm, of I'm, gonna, take him. I'm gonna free him yeah. from this I love that yeah um I went with Jubei as well for Ninja Scroll um and uh, I'll get into the reasons why I think he will uh, but just on the the surface master swordsman no supernatural abilities he's he, taking on people yeah. that are way that have some hardcore he does, supernatural he abilities he does have though, just just I mean he doesn't have supernatural abilities but he does have that like he swings the sword and like the fucking the, the wind keeps yeah, going and, exactly. I, mean, no, I don't know if that's like, like a, yeah, if that's a thing yeah, exactly but nothing nothing like his opponents yeah. though you know right, turn into rock you know um but um I also love as a hero I like the string that's on his weapon. Yeah, that he can pull it to oh, him. Yeah. I, I just love that. It's kind of that like Jedi type thing where yeah. he pulls it back to him. And love like, that. Um, yeah. He uses all. I think all the um, the surroundings. Yeah. He uses. Yeah. To to great effect. You know, in, in all of his fights. Um, there's something though that I think was summed up really nicely at, at the beginning of the movie. Um, a bandit steals the sword. Okay, and then he is going to charge twenty gold pieces to recover it. Um, the bandits laugh at him, and they said that he could have swindled three hundred. Gold pieces, and he says, "Dude, they're just a small, poor clan, and <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna fuck them over." That's a cool quality yeah. Yeah. in our hero, and he wouldn't have sex with uh, Kegaro, mm-hmm. you know, uh, to to heal him of of his of his poison, right. and he 
he, she says to him, you're the only person that's treated me like like a woman and not like this ninja woman, right. you know? Yeah. Um, so showed her some respect and treated her as a real person. So I think right. all those qualities there, not ripping off the, the poor clan, treating this woman with respect, and just being a, a full-rounded hero mm-hmm. was great. There was no other option for me, Jubei. I love Jubei. All right, so that takes us to... Oh, let's see. Best kill Best and kill. or death. Um... It's got to be Setsuko for me. Um, because Best that's, kill. Best death. Best death. <laughs> death. It's two things. Best kill, kill and or death. Yeah. Um, Setsuko's death, um, it really holds the most weight of any of the deaths in any of these movies to me. Um, it, even just, just that simple line, you know, uh, fuck, I wrote it down somewhere, uh, where he's just like, she never woke up again. Yeah. Like it's just such a somber yeah. like line. I mean, he delivers it with a little too much feed her, glee, right? I feel, but <laughs> yeah. But it, I mean, again, it puts you in that that time frame where it's like, fuck. Like everyone was kind of like fucked. Like yeah. a bomb got dropped. Like there's no like protocol for just like someone just invented a new thing that just wiped out a fuckload of people. Right. Like, and no one really knows what the fuck they're doing. Like they they lost both their parents. The people that are supposed to take care of them were fucking ripping them off, trying to steal right. all their food. Yeah. And so they just got out of there, and they tried to do the best they could, which they did a terrible job of trying to take care they of did themselves. A, it was 11-year-old and 3-year-old. No, I'm, I mean, saying, like, I'm saying, like, in the grand scheme of things, it was terrible. But for them, like, they were doing the right. best that they absolutely could. Um, and then, so that just kind of made, like, he, as, as emotional, like, driven as the movie can be, like, you still don't, in the end, expect her to die. Like, you yeah. expect, like... There's gonna be, like, they're so happy this whole movie, like, something happy is going to happen to them at some point. Right. And nothing happy ever fucking happens to them. Yeah, dude, um, my favorite kill is the same favorite kill I had when the first time I watched it when I was, like, whatever, 16 or whatever. It's that opening scene in Akira where they're doing the bike chase and, like, uh, the clown like, falls off his bike, and Tetsuo, like, whips out that pipe and uh, just fucking just knocks his fucking head fucking off or whatever, him. like, just brains him. Yeah. Like, I remember, yeah, again, like, as as a kid watching this and just being, like, I immediately, I was like, this is more mature than anything. You know what I mean? This is, like, a, an adult thing, basically, yeah. like, that I'm watching now. I felt, you know what I mean? Like, and, and every time I've seen the movie since then, every time it happens, I'm like, fuck, that's brutal. You know what I mean? That's a fucking badass <laughs> Yeah, kid. that's pretty... Like, uh... There's that one, and then if I had to do a runner-up, man, uh, an- another one would have been from, uh, it would have been almost that same scene. It's when uh, the government shows up to uh, to grab that first Esper, and they just, like, machine gun shred that fucking guy that's mm. protecting him. Like, that, that is... That was brutal. That is brutal, That was man. on the, like, yeah, that was I, my honorable mentions for a while. That was a, yeah, that was, I mean, it's it's so, like... So graphic. It's so graphic, yeah, it really is. Uh, they shoot him way more than they need to. You know what I mean? Shred him. The other, I guess the other one, the other one that would have been an honorable mention would have been a Juve versus uh, Yutsutsu, the the blind, the blind swordsman uh, yeah. guy, whatever. Um, just because I think that fight is gorgeous and it's just a really memorable scene. You know? Looks like we're all different on this one too. Um, my best kill. There was only one. Um, it was the second movie I watched, and nothing even came close to it. It was three kills in a row. It was Ninja Scroll, Jubei. Jubei headbutts Gimme to death, and then slices him in half, and then covers him in liquid gold while telling him to burn in hell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was sold. Yeah. I did not give a shit about any more kills. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, how? 
headbutts this fucker to death. Uh, done. Yeah. <laughs> but I like that bamboo fight too, though. Where yeah. uh, I wish he would have used the surrounding a little bit more. I like, you know, when the um, he hears that the the bamboo coming down. Mm-hmm. I was wishing he would actually use that to kill him. Right. Um, but it still had a cool ending where he yeah. kind of goes into that, that whole sword. scene's not. I feel like it could be way long. Yeah. So you know I, what I mean, I yeah. agree. Yeah, so that takes us to... Oh, yeah, and I put runner-up, rest of Ninja Scroll. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. Which it takes us to what the fuck. Man. So uh, what the fuck doesn't count as a point. Does not count you as know, a point just for a, just We a just kind of shoot a little shit here. Give ourselves a break about halfway through. Um, Man, this, this... There were a lot of fucking weird things in this. Because <laughs> Japan's a weird fucking country. Um, you got... Any and like I tried to stick to things that were like just in the movie, so yeah. I didn't I didn't do a bunch of fucking soul searching to figure out this weird <laughs> shit for these movies. So you got like in Akira, just the creepy old children, like they're very creepy to me. Uh, like I the- like they're very distractingly <laughs> creepy to me. I'm just like I don't understand how they're eighty and eight at the same time. Right, and it bothered me. Um, it reminded me of that disease. What's that disease where uh, you progeria? Look... Yeah, progeria. It reminded yes. me of progeria, which was kind of really cool. Go ahead. What, the, what is that? I, I, oh, I don't, I don't, don't, I don't, yeah, I don't want to hijack it. So I'll, I'll just, talk about yeah, it when okay, it comes cool. around. All right. <laughs> um, in Spirited Away, like they're eating that food and they're talking about how good and delicious it looks. Uh, food looked fucking disgusting. <laughs> fucking like a giant awful. Carpet. Yeah, I'm like, like <laughs> who the fuck wants to eat this? Let alone just fucking gorge yourself to death yeah. on it. Um. <laughs> There's the fucking just out of nowhere vampire rape scene in Vampire Hunter D. There's where not a just, rape scene. Uh, he pretty he tries to fucking rape her. <laughs> um, but the most what the fuck thing to me is Grave of the Fireflies and how everyone is just so cavalier about a bomb just being dropped. Like everyone, everyone is so fucking happy in this movie that everyone around them is dead. It's so fucking weird that just like, I, it took me forever to like finally go. Okay, so I guess they're just not gonna be sad at any point. Even when his fucking sister dies, the sun he's is not sad. The sun is shining. He's, not, he's just he's like got a stiff upper lip, man. Well, she never he's woke getting, up. The, All right, let's go. up early. He's like the sun's shining. Yeah, but the sun's shining. Yeah, no, I, I agree. It was off-putting. <laughs> I, I'm not, I haven't given it a lot of awards. I'm just, right. but I just did. I, it was good. So that was my most what the fuck. What What do you got over there, Nathan? It's my runner-up. Was and I know I've blown a lot of shit to this, but like the fact that Vampire Hunter D was even fucking allowed in this marathon, <laughs> like like if you watch, I watched Akira, and then I went the next one was Vampire Hunter D, and I watched I watched Vampire Hunter D with Rachel, uh-huh. and then uh, and we were like ten minutes into it, and I'm like what the fuck is uh-huh. this? Like it's so like it's so stiff. The animation uh-huh. is so stiff, and the characters are it's so our oldest like, one too. It is it, 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 it is it is but like three years doesn't change that fucking much. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Okay, so like the, I mean, it's so stiff. It's so stiff, and like the characters, like D. I mean, like D looks like a fucking badass. Yeah, yeah. Like he looks like fifteen year old me would have been like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> but like, and it, and I did, but like, oh, it was awful. Okay, my biggest what the fuck was when I started looking into the. Um, I had never watched Spirited Away in Japanese before. I always watched it in English, and I started noticing some weird. I mean, it doesn't change the story, but weird kind of translation things mm-hmm. that I that was you know. So when I started looking up, what the way they did the translation was, uh, they they changed a lot of the words because they wanted the words that they were speaking in English to match what their mouths were moving. Not, yeah. not it's, it's not a direct translation. I noticed, I noticed that like the the mouths moving like because I watched all these in Japanese and all of these in English okay. except for Vampire Hunter D. I only watched it once in the Japanese, uh, and like 
that movie like clearly the mouths match up a yeah. lot. They they wanted it. They wanted. I mean, we, we can go ahead and change the dialogue. I mean, it's gonna roughly say the same thing, but we want it to match the 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 you know the mouths and like that's pretty cool, man. I guess I never thought like. I just figured it'd be a direct translation and people would just understand that it was originally in Japanese. But no, they went the extra mile and, ch- you know, changed the fucking script. I mean, I mean, that's kind of a what the fuck moment for me. Like, I didn't realize people would give a shit about that that much. So, All that cool. much extra work for yeah, things that... for something that you wouldn't even think mean. about. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right on. Um, I have a couple runner-ups real quick. Um, the uh, one would be the thing that always kind of puts me off on anime is just the bizarre sick shit. That's in there that I just, and I'm not offended by it. It's just, it's so stupid that I don't like care. Like, okay, so like Ninja Scroll, um, it could be interesting to fuck a dead girl. But, <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? And then this big rock monster's like licking her legs and licking her pussy and licking her face. I'm like, can we just move the fuck on? Um, and then and then later you have snakes dropping from the villain's pussy. And I'm like, I'm done. I don't give a, Take me back to it. Can I have some more fucking sword fights? And I'm just I like, was like, when can we get back to the snakes dropping really? out of the pussy? I just, that stuff right there, I just, I don't care. I do not care. Um, and then so another runner up would be Vampire Hunter D. Nobody gives D a chance to talk. Yeah. At all at the beginning, and wonders why he doesn't talk. Right. <laughs> but they're constantly cutting the fuck off. And then, like when they go to town, he gives this like nice lecture, and I'm like, right. just let him fucking talk, then yeah. fuck. Um, and then there's a quote in that that's so weird. It just took me out of the movie because I'm like, this is so what I know of anime. And it's the the guy, the doctor. He goes up to Doris. He goes up until yesterday. I thought of this girl as my daughter, but seeing her now, she's so beautiful. I'm shocked I never had sex with her. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, fucking a man. So all that. I mean, he's like a demon. Shit. I mean, I'm not defending. I know, but shit, it's, but... it's not like he wants to have sex with. He wants to have sex with her. Right. Yeah. It's just this woman that he used to look at his daughter. It's not like like if it was American, I would probably think the demon guy would probably just want to have sex. Well, yeah. But in, in this anime, he, he has to make a point that it's, I think of her as a daughter. daughter. Right. Yeah, and I'm just like, geez, but. My real what the fuck lines up close to yours, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Where I put no, no one gives. Okay, at the end, it's, I, I'm gonna connect a little bit more to it. But no one gives a shit about kids. No comforting, comforting adults. Everybody's fucking happy, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, to them, but not to the kids, which is so strange to me. Um, and I'm not gonna harp on it anymore. But the rest of it was despite, um, you know, the, the sun is shining. Uh, it's, no one gives a shit about the kids. And then just th- this movie is. Is a survival movie. Like you have to survive, and these kids, I don't think are good. Well, the the older one, I don't think is, is a good survivor, and I think there's things that he could have done to to make the, sure that his sister lasted longer or took care of her more. And I really can't hang that up on age. I mean, like there's this, that scene where she's fucking delirious, talking fucking jib jab, mm-hmm. right? And he just puts a fucking food next to her and walks out the door, and I'm just like, we. I don't care if you're fucking 10 or 15. You know to feed the fucking chick. Right. So I'm not going to harp on that anymore. I've said my piece on that, but that was my main what the fuck. Just no one giving shit about the kids and everyone kind of being happy, but not with the kids. Right. So that was my what the fuck and runner-ups. So let's get to best score or soundtrack. I'm excited to hear this one from you guys. This was a great category, man. Yeah. Um, I didn't think so as much. That's why I'm really curious. really. And, And I am prepared tonight. Like, if you guys convince me, like, I'm... I'm willing to, to kind of, like, look at some things, but I was not blown away by this. If I were to choose, like, one specific moment, uh, Ghost in the Shell would have ran away with this with its opening song. 
which is uh, fucking okay. gorgeous. I, I love annoyed. that. I got you know, annoyed you know by it. Yeah, you got annoyed. By I got that. annoyed by you know, that. Um, it's like ch- t- chipmunk techno. I don't know. It was like, no, I, I no, you're like talking about it's, it's called like Birth of an Android or whatever. Uh-huh. It's like um, it's like a, know, yeah, yeah, a kid's it's like choir, a, like yeah, it's that's a, it's a, it's a Shinto like uh, blessing. It, they use it in weddings. Yeah, that's what I heard. It's yeah. a wedding yeah. song. Yeah. I, I got really annoyed by that. Like kind of really, grating. yeah. I, it's I like super iconic. Yeah, yeah like I mean, it's cool, but like love it. Yeah, yeah. Is that yours? That is not mine though, because I the rest of the music kind of fell a little bit to me. Yeah, and I think just. Overall, front to back, Spirited Away had fantastic music. Uh, it was very folksy, upbeat. It fit the movie incredibly well. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of these, it's it's there's not like popular songs in them, so it's not like you can like pull right. that kind of stuff yeah. out. Yeah, and, see, I thought that felt very stock too for yeah, a fantasy. and that's for a fantasy. I, I think a lot of these had a I, lot no, of they did. Lot I think stock so, kind yeah. of sounds and, and and music to them. Um, I mean, there were times where I couldn't tell the difference between the music. If you had played something and were like, what's that one from? I'd be like, yeah. I don't know, Akira, Ghost in the Shell? Yeah, agree. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, was that one from Ninja Scroll or Vampire Hunter D? I don't know. They're the same fucking songs. Um, but, but Spirited Away was at least different from all of these. Um, and that's why I went with Spirited Away. Spir- so Spirited Away is not the one I picked. I, I'll tell you what I went with in a second. But Spirited Away, I, I felt the same way. I thought it had really great... It, the, honestly, the music is very good. Mm-hmm. But after I watched it, I was thinking back about it. And I was like, I guess it... I mean, it's... It's just kind of your standard fantasy, you know what I mean, music. Like, um, I watched it a second time. I watched it again today, and I, I really, I think, appreciated it more. But then mm-hmm. I, I was going through and doing all my awards. And I, I don't know how you guys do this, but when I do my awards, usually soundtrack is like the last one that I do because I listen to the soundtracks like on YouTube like, while I'm doing the awards. Yeah, that's how I do it okay. as well. Uh, so on, I was going to say Ghost in the Shell for the longest time uh, because because of that iconic sort of opening track. It's a the whole the whole anime is about, you know, um, it is about like, um, uh, about my machines, man. I mean, about machines and how, how do they reproduce? You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. how do they propagate and whatever? And like, that's kind of how it culminates with the major and the puppet master and them coming together to sort of create this new thing. And then like to create this new life, like to have a child I mean, like, and where the opening track is like a, it's like a wedding song. You know what I mean? Like, that's super cool. Like, it, it all ties together. Uh, but honestly, if you listen to the rest of the of the the soundtrack, it's it, it's very cool. There's almost nothing to it. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. You can listen for like ten minutes, and it's just like kind of drums. Yeah, yeah. Um, the one I had the most fun with today when I when I was listening to him was Ninja Scroll. Ninja Scroll is is, and I and I, I disagree. I mean, I, I I totally see what you're saying about kind of everything feels the same, but Ninja mm-hmm. Scroll is fucking fun, man. Ninja Scroll has a great soundtrack. And it, and it, unlike a lot of the other ones, kept me interested the whole time I was listening to it. And I, I'll go home, you know, tomorrow, I'll probably listen to the Ninja Scroll soundtrack again. It's awesome. Cool. Right there with you. Yeah. Uh, Ninja Scroll, uh, very traditional. Yeah. But so badass. Um, yeah. But it's, what, what was so perfect about it is it was different for every battle, it seemed like, anyway. Every character has a theme, it, dude. Yeah, and, and the, the music... Being so traditional, it set the stage for those samurai battles. Yeah. Like I felt like I was in that time. Um, it felt very like uh, Kill Bill's and Pantheon. Yeah. Like I felt like I could pull music from here, mm-hmm. and I, w- I was trying to think of what crime films or or where I could put certain score the the score from Ninja Scroll 
and and kind of overlay it in other movies. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it would fit perfectly. I I I thought it was uh yeah so much fun. I, I love yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Runner up would be Akira. I thought Akira was was interesting. Yeah, Akira but again, had a good it, soundtrack. A little bit, you know. And then I thought it was it's perfect for that world. But at the end of the day, I thought the the most unique was Ninja Scroll for sure. The, the Ninja or uh, Akira had that the theme I think that I always think of when I think of Ninja Scroll or uh, Akira is that kind of creepy one when like he's in the hospital yeah. and the bears and stuff come out. That's the whenever I think of Akira, that's the one I think of. But it's kind of the only one I remember. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So that takes us to quote. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, real quick, Vampire Hunter D. Did I actually posted this? Um, n- Pretty much, I think that was the first movie I watched. I posted it in, in the poll, not in the poll, but in the comments. Vampire Hunter D, there's a section of music that is very Nightmare on Elm Street. Did you yeah. guys see me post that? I don't remember I that. posted I it and I was like, hey, like fast forward to like 34 seconds. And it, it sounds very Nightmare on Elm Street. But okay. then the rest of it went straight RPG like, okay. stock, you know. Uh, but I thought that was kind of yeah, interesting. interesting. Yeah, and then I thought some of... Uh, like Grave of the Fireflies and Spirit Away was just a little bit too precious. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so best quote. Um, I went with a very simple quote that I already said. Uh, it's from Grave of the Fireflies when he just said, she never woke up again. Yeah. Um, it, it's a very simple line and it, it, it kind of, it comes out of nowhere. In, in, in a way, like, you know, like, at that point, yeah, Setsuko is, is fading and she probably doesn't have a chance. But it just kind of it goes with him leaving that food there, and he walks out the door, and that's the first line you like hear after that. Right. There's like no setup for like watching her die anymore, and what it's it is. It's just like him. It, it's it's the way it comes out too. It's a very like remembrant toward towards her, and just like she never woke up again. Right, and then just it, goes right back into the story. Forrest Gump does the same thing toward the end, mm-hmm. where you know she had got cancer and died on a Tuesday. You yeah, know I mean? it's very like that's it. Absolutely. You know, just, um, I, I would hearken that to the very, very similar. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ninja Scroll had some good stuff. That's what I went with, uh, where Jubei's fighting Genma, and he says, yeah. if, you, if you still want the company of devils, you better hurry back to hell, Genma. That was, that was, that was my fucking backup. badass. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was good. That was fucking good. That was the only one I wrote down. Yeah, one of my uh, runner-ups uh, was that and... Um, burning your golden hell. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was pretty cool. <laughs> and then I didn't put this one because I really thought it was a cheat. And if you have, haven't noticed, like I did, this is probably uh, the marathon that's most um, one movie for me. Like it's it's mm-hmm. it took took a lot of awards, Akira. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I felt like I was cut it up. Like yeah. I love I love saying that, but <laughs> yeah. I figured I thought I could do better. Um, <laughs> so I gave I gave Vampire Hunter D this, and okay. it's from yeah. Count Magnus Lee. Um, he says, what a wonderful night this has been. For the first time in 100 years, I haven't been bored once. I've lived for almost 10,000 years. Believe me, you have no idea what that means. Boredom. Everlasting and hideous boredom. A never-ending search for ways to pass the time. And mating with a human well is one of the, male, a female is one of the few I enjoy. Eventually, they become tiresome. For in spite of their vitality, they are fundamentally stupid creatures who couldn't survive without the nobility to rule them. Perhaps now you understand my wanting to have some fun every thousand years yeah. or so. <laughs> and I thought that was like so awesome. Like, right. yeah, you've lived for how long? 10,000 yeah. years? And you just want to have a little bit of fucking fun. Yeah. I was like, thousands. <laughs> yeah, that's like, I, I, I could right. connect with that, man. I thought that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's all I had, guys. Uh, best screenplay. This is mm. another inter- one I'm interested in what you guys have to say. I like this one. This was yeah. tough. I'm looking. I'm looking at my choice, and I'm thinking I'm changing um, because Spirited Away is really sticking out to me. 
Um, even though, even though I'd written down Grave of the Fireflies, um, yeah, I'm switching to Spirited Away because it's a lot more, um, it, yeah, imaginative, obviously. Um, but it is, and it is, uh, you want to say it's a simple story, but it's clearly not a simple right. story all well, at the same well, time. I, I said I liken it to Alice in Wonderland. What did you say it was yeah. like the other day? Yeah, it's Wizard, Wizard of Oz, Wizard of Oz, in Wonderland, in Wonderland thematically. That's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. Um, so there, there are a lot of those things, and there's a lot of great lines, a lot of great characters. Um, again, it's very imaginative. Like it, as as simple and as complex as a story can be, I think. Right. And Spirited Away kind of embodies both of those things. Um, I also love that you know Miyazaki wrote it himself. It's right. It's his own personal story, and then he directed and animated everything. Well, he didn't personally animate everything, but he, you know, <clears throat> um, yeah. It, it, I, I initially went with Grave of the Fireflies just because I liked that that realism and the story in it, but I I can't I can't deny Spirited Away when I'm looking at it now. Um, what, was with, your, what was your what was your other one? Grave of the Fireflies. I went with uh, Ghost in the Shell, um, and a lot of it has to do with the way that it was translated from a manga into an anime. Like that's that's really where most of it comes from because like in the in the manga like the the puppet master isn't really in it all that much. I mean, it's like maybe four chapters. And so all of these scenes that they that they pulled out to sort of put in the film, they've in the screenplay, they've added in references to the puppet master and they've made him more important. I mean, in every single scene, there's some reference to him. Like in the in the beginning where they have that uh, the major assassinates that guy at the meeting, that had nothing to do with him in the book. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like but when they did it, they're making reference to, you know, politicians being ghost hacked and all that stuff. And I, I really like that. I think it's a much tighter experience because of because of that, and I think it's it's just in relation to the what what it was. You know what I mean? Right on. I went with um, Akira once again, um, and I will say I do have a lot of Akira on here, but um, I think we've discussed this quite a few times. If there's any new listeners, um, back in the day when I first started marathons, 2015, mm-hmm. I think I I wanted my awards to be balanced. I wanted <laughs> yeah, I right. wanted people to see that. I would put some like, time. Where can I give Vampire D an award? And I don't do that no more. If oh, yeah. if the if it deserves it, it deserves it. And a cure deserved it, um, in, in this category for me as well. It's it's completely layered. It's grounded in Japanese culture and history. You said something yourself in messages, and we try not to talk about. No, we were just trying to understand yeah, each other. I think. Yeah, right? and, and we try not to talk about marathons or verses, and sometimes it's fucking hard. I think this is the worst. Ever in verses or uh, marathons that we've kind of all talked. You didn't talk too much. I, I, you didn't talk I too much. Fuck no, yeah, okay. Nathan and I kind of went back no. and forth on a few things, but um, you're right. You 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 said something that really stuck with me, and I, I didn't really think about it too much. But um, this the screenplay here is how the culture changed after World War II. Right. And I think that you know after I just came off of the Godzilla uh, verses, and I'm not a big Godzilla fan, but I do have a lot of respect for that screenplay being a um, uh, the the story of um. Uh, not an homage, but a um, what am I looking for? Um, it, it's kind of like a retelling of the the atomic bomb, right? You know, right. and I think this might be one of the, the more important stories next to Godzilla for Japan. I mean, I there's agree. yeah for their I mean, culture and how that their, their whole city was restructured. Like you see the capital um, city in this, or the, the ex capital city, mm-hmm. kind of all in rubble, and how now they're focusing on technology and how to restructure their society. Right. And this this it, it focuses on loss and on friendship. And uh, like youth isolation and all kinds of different things, especially as a social worker, I was really right. wondering how you kind of looked at this movie. Um, but I found enough there that I could sink my teeth into. Um, 
but also it's as deep as you want to go. You right. can you can you can have just this fun sci-fi story, but you can have something that's almost as complex as 2001. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and uh, I'm here looking at this movie, and I just I had so much fun with it. Um, you could just take it as what it is, or have it just a fun cyberpunk experience. Right. Um, right. Yeah, I just I was really blown away by just how much you know how much fun this movie was. Yeah. You know, and I think there's a lot to bite into, a lot to it, chew on. If I could just expand on that for a second. Yeah. Um, you, you, you had mentioned like how everybody came together after 9-11 and that, when we were talking about Grave of the Fireflies. I mean, that's kind of that's kind of the idea. Like, Akira had destroyed Tokyo and there was, like, the atomic bombs and whatever. Um, and that they, they came to, you know, after, after World War II, Japan came together and they became an economic powerhouse and they, you know, they changed, they changed a lot, like, almost overnight and became, like, a world power again. And, like, and that's kind of what's happened in Akira. But, like, you know, the, the political divide... Like they came together and they, they rebuilt, but there's now there's this great divide between like the rich and the poor, yeah. and there's all these these punk elements to like, it. Like you look at the different um, districts too, especially you know like right. when they're driving like that, that scene you're talking about with the motorcycles, they're driving by like what looks like a, a richer area. Right. You know. There's yeah. There's so much. There's civil unrest. There's people knocking over tanks and yeah. stuff. And there are people. There are these cults right that, that who, want to cure it. They, they want him to come back because they're they're like look and and they've brought in all this west. I think it's they brought in all this western influence. Uh-huh. Um, and you know we, the the stadium is representative of that in a way because the stadium mm-hmm. in a, in a, in a way was a major um, it was kind of this point this point for Japan where it's like look like you know we're we're cool again you know what I mean like we're gonna hold the Olympics and the fact that like they're gonna go there and they're gonna blow that up again is that is this basically them saying like you know we need to tear all this down and get back to our our eastern roots yes yeah. you know? um, and I said I said homage which was a fucking horrible word for Godzilla I knew what you meant, metaphor but, is what I was yeah, looking yeah. for um, if if Godzilla is a metaphor for the atomic bomb then this screenplay here has to be like a metaphor for restructure. You yeah. know, and I think this this movie yeah. is like I said, so deep as you want it's it to be. It's not the only, but you just have a fun sci-fi adventure with it. As there's well. a lot of these films that were very, and I'm, I don't mean to harp on this too long, yeah. but like for, they were very clear, very critical of that. Um, uh, Spirit of the Way, does, Spirit of the Way does the same thing. Um, you know, the in the beginning, the 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 family's driving like an Audi, and the the father has like a polo shirt on. He's talking about cash and credit cards, and like. You know, he turns into a fucking pig. You know what I mean? Like, he has these consumerist Western ideas, yeah. and then he, he literally becomes a pig. And I think that's telling. You know what I mean? It, it's this, like, like this is what this is what we've become, and that we need to go back to where we were. Yeah. And, it, and, and some of the youth, too. Like, these, um, how this the society um, has structured this the youth. It reminds me of Attack the Block a little bit. Mm-hmm. How, like, they're kind of anti-heroes. Like, they're not good people. Oh, yeah. You know, like, these... these this biker gang, the capsules, I mean, like, they would fuck you up in a heartbeat, yeah. <laughs> you know, but there is a lot of heart in these kids, like, like right. Attack the Block, like, I have no doubt that they're gonna rob you, have you guys watched Attack the Block? I know what it is. Yeah, like, honest, these yeah. kids, they, they will rob you, man, like, they're, they're the punks of the street, but they're just misguided, right. you know, and just a, um, a, a, just a product of their environment. Well, again, like, they have this attitude that the world owes them something, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. yeah. So I was, I was completely uh, blown away with the, the screenplay from Akira, so. Okay. Um, on this one, we typically do best cinematography, right? Um, but cinematography is a little is a little tricky when you're talking about animation. A lot so of these we categories just go, are getting tricky. So we just go, you. yeah. So we just went straight best animation. So top to bottom, what you thought the best animated movie was? Um, and for me, uh, I'm going Spirited Away again, um, and that's because it's so vibrant in color, um, and there's so many different types of characters in this mm-hmm. you're seeing all these weird spirits and things you're seeing a lot of translucent 
fucking characters. Right. Like, No Face has some transparencies, and uh, Chihiro, like, goes invisible at the beginning for parts of it, and it's really cool. Um, and you see that cool, like, uh, transformation from uh, her parents turning into these fucking pigs, where you yeah. can still see her parents inside these pigs, but they're clearly pigs now. Um, you got Haku turning into a fucking dragon and making that dragon, like, very noticeable. And mm-hmm. Yababa turning into the, the bird, and you can clearly tell it's Yababa, yeah, it's as, even though it cool. clearly looks like a bird. You got a giant fucking baby and these fucking green heads rolling around everywhere. There's a lot of fucking imaginative, cool stuff that had to be done and animated well. Um, and my best location was the bathhouse, mm-hmm. and that whole fucking, like amusement park area and bathhouse is just a really fucking cool world to explore uh and it's because it's drawn so well it, it is and i i you know when i so i like i said we watched we watched i watched akira we watched uh vampire hunter d the next film after after that was the uh, spirited away and i didn't pick spirited away so i'm not ready yet but like um you know it was like the first 10 seconds i was like there's more frames of animation in the first 10 seconds of this fucking film than mm-hmm. all of vampire hunter d yeah. uh, it is so smooth and it's so like it just feels so fluid and i love yeah. that but there's a lot of like i feel very distracting cgi that that like when when uh the whenever, entirely hand drawn no there's the shit when when she's running through like the um the hedge maze is kind of like i don't i mean i don't know if it, i don't know if it's cgi but it it doesn't look the same it doesn't. Was the computer enhanced at all? It, it must I, be because it, it doesn't. I, it does not look the same. I watched it twice. From what, <laughs> from what I'd read, it was like the only like hand drawn animation to win uh, best picture for animated feature okay. in like I, a I, really I, long time. I uh, it, may, it may be it may be hand drawn, but it, for whatever it is that they're doing, mm-hmm. like I specifically like when they're running through like it's like a hedge base and there's like flowers on both sides. There's a couple. Um, I made some notes today. Uh, but yeah, that that is what keeps it from me because I find it to be very very distracting. I don't, it's not mm-hmm. the same. It just doesn't look like it fits. Uh, but otherwise, it's God's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. Um, it's similarly, like Ghost in the Shell, I love. I think it's got some really fluid animations and everything looks nice. But I don't love like especially in the beginning when she does the assassination. Then there's that first thermographic kind of fade away just looks really fucking there's like parts where it like, just looks it's like there's like on windows and buses and the yeah. cities and stuff is like very computerized like right. it kind of looks cool but it also looks a little out of place uh, so i went with akira akira had there was like basically when when i look at akira there's really nothing that i'm looking at and i'm saying like okay it's cool except for this you know what i mean like akira just hits everything it's so again it's fluid and it's gruesome and it's just visually very appealing you know what i mean lots of lots of colors right yeah. uh which i love it's very vibrant but at the same time it's very dark and it's hard to get that you know what i mean it's i don't know super cool akira yeah um i went with akira as well um it's just a towering achievement they uh yeah. every frame is dirty mm-hmm. and beautiful you know if that makes sense it's like just the, the colors um i wanted to like i said in my favorite location i wanted to Stop reading the subtitles so I could just, just look, look at, at the it. location, look at the art. I mean, there's stickers, there's grime, and there's 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 you look at the different districts. You know, it's just it's so beautiful to, to look at. Um, and I, I was starting to do some research on Akira and Blade Runner because um, both of those. If, if you look at my Akira, my top sci-fi, Akira was in my top sci-fi list uh, mm-hmm. when I did that, and I was hoping that it still felt as as as, as real to me. But I guess it's uh, that world is influenced by Metal Hurlant magazine, which I need to check out because this world is so beautiful. Just 
you see the comparisons, obviously, between Blade Runner and sure. yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. Akira. But um, yeah, it just it's, it feels lived in, absolutely, so yeah. lived in, and that has to be hard as fuck to animate. And this is one of our older films. This is eighty eight. This is before Grave or Spirit Away, uh, Ghost in the Shell. Um, probably after a couple same of years. year as Grave. Yeah, same year as the, Grave. It's only the only thing is that it came out before. It was eighty eight. Vampire Hunter okay. D came out eighty five, but. Yeah, I can see what you're saying. That's, That's what I'm saying. saying. Like, it, it, from that to that yeah. is pretty, pretty it's disgusting. Three years and it's yeah. yeah. But I, I couldn't take my eyes off of Kira, and that's not even getting to like the end scenes mm-hmm. where it's, it's, it's some of I've never seen superpowers ever on screen like I did in this movie, right. and this is the is animated like that, right. and it looks so beautiful. Like this, this actually Akira showed me things that I've never seen before mm-hmm. through animation. So I absolutely great. Yeah, um, I wanted to hit on a few here. Um, I did like I. I'm not a huge fan of Spirit of the Way. Um, I'll go into more of that later. But I, you can't deny the animation. It's beautiful. Uh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, I did not like the look of uh, Greater the Fireflies. I guess they used a lot of brown to make it yeah. soft. To make and it I softer. get it. They just, I it's get so it. Washed out. Yeah, it, was so it wasn't out. visually appealing to me at all. I get what they were going for, and it mm-hmm. probably is better for the movie. I think it is, but I, it's I think, not. I think they should have made the people look a little more realistic to maybe drive that emotion home a little better. They were they were a little too cartoony to latch on to more. I, I can see that. No, so. All right, so now we get into some really rough categories because uh, these the, are hard. The next yeah. four categories um, will be best supporting and the lead categories. Um, for me, I blended ca- character with voices right. because, like, if we're watching mm-hmm. a movie, it's it's really to see it's easy to see who your best supporting is. So I kind of just had to do the same thing, I guess. Yeah. It's, it's well, just, that's, it's that's a little different. I mean, we, different. We, we decided characters to are more script driven and yeah. like. It, it, you're getting a lot of things that like aren't being said about a character, but this right. is like, I mean, we kind of you have to make it mostly about the voice acting, which is really hard. Well, it's very hard. You really can't talk about the voice acting yeah. because we watch all these in Japanese, and like I don't speak Japanese, yeah. so it might sound good to me, but it might be fucking awful. So like, right. it, it's got to be based on more than that. Yeah, you know that's I mean? where I be. So mine personally, it, it's rough, but it was influenced by character and voice. Right. So that's okay. kind of where I had to it, do it's, it. It's rough, man, but I think I think we'll be fine. Okay. Yeah. So best character, best supporting actress. Uh, well, best, that's what I best supporting actress. I went with uh, great <laughs> <laughs> Japanese names. Uh, Mari Natsuki, who played Yubaba and Zaniba in Spirited Away. Not only are you getting dual roles, even though it's the same voice for both characters, it's not right. really changed. Um, but it, both of those characters kind of have a lot of depth in the way that they they give out the lines i mean she is at times almost has a nurturing voice you know towards her baby but she also has these fucking like hell fire moments where she's Mm -hmm. spewing fire out of her mouth and screaming at people and then she's dealing with guests and trying to be that like fake bullshitty person in front of people that are giving her money she definitely goes the game you know what i mean she definitely has the range vocally from from top to bottom being the the fake nice person to the fucking heartless bitch I can so, see that. I yeah. can see that. Uh, that's why I went with that. That's a good one. I went with uh, Kagero from Ninja Scroll. Just as I've always, I've always really liked her as a character, yeah. man. She's Do always... you see her as the main actress, though, in that? It's way it's hard, man. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, did you ever do you have you guys have her down for an actress or something or like? Uh, I would have put her. I didn't. I did. I didn't choose her, but I would have put her for best actress. It's it's hard to tell sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, I I also, I mean, I had Lynn from Spirited Away, and I also, I also quite liked her. But Kagero, I thought, you know, I don't, I I I see her as she's supporting Jubei. I think. I mean, that's the way I see it. She. I I just like the character. I really like the character. I think that you know she's got this. 
It's kind of like Rogue she's from X Men. Poison uh, vagina. No, but but, also, but yeah, she's she's got this this whole thing going for her where like she can't. She's she's poison. You know what I mean. So she can't love anyone. She can't be. Uh, nurturing, she can't be close to people because if she is, she'll kill them, you know. And then, so she, you know, throughout her arc throughout this, is that she she kind of falls in love with Jubei, and and it's, you know, I don't know. I just it's a it's a nice character. It's a cool character, you know. It's and sure. the, the idea that she's a poison tester for this guy because she's immune to poison and whatever, and that's cool. I just I just she's really cool. I went with uh, Kira. I went with character Kyoko. Um, the voice actress was. Uh, Fukyu Ito. Um, she, <laughs> that can't be right. <laughs> <Fuku> too. <laughs> she's uh, the, her character's uh, designated number twenty-five. Uh, she's a major supporting actor in this. You said it earlier. She comes off creepy. Yeah. And the I thought the voice was creepy. I thought her performance was creepy. I thought everything about this character really turned this into like this sci-fi horror film with me. And um, I, I really liked her her performance. She's um, one of the main members of the Espers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought she was great. I thought that was the very the most thinnest. Um, category though was yeah. for the best supporting there actor. And they usually lot, are. There weren't a whole lot of, of female characters and and the ones that that were like it was just one typically yeah. in most of these. She brought that yeah. creep factor that I really enjoyed to Akira. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. cool with that. I went with uh, yeah with her. So best supporting actor. Best supporting actor. I went with uh, Nozomu Sasaki who played Tetsuo. Um, I went with him as a, a supporting as a character. supporting actor. See, yeah, that's yeah. almost like my Hans Gruber. Where I oh think yeah, yeah, I could see him doing because Hans Gruber. You went with I went. He was my best actor. actor I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because uh, I that's feel like... that's a rough one too, though. That's no, a, it, yeah. You see, it's, like it's it's Canada's movie. But he, well, see, I don't think so. Though. I don't know, man. I think it's Tetsuo's I think it's movie. movie as well. I mean. You could definitely go. You definitely Fine, go both ways. All the no, 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 from no, 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 <laughs> no, no. I, I, but you know, it's 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 rough. It's it depends on right. how you see the film. Yeah. Right. It really does. Uh, that, that's how I see it. Um, like it, not not a very strong category for me, really. Um, and so that one just kind of was like, eh, good enough. You, for me, I went with uh with Bato from Ghost in the Shell. Okay. It's hard to because I I love Ghost in the Shell. And you know, read the manga and seen the anime. Um, I'm a really big fan of standalone complex and that kind of stuff. And it's hard to think because, like, all the things I like about the character, you got to think about like, well, what what is it in this yeah. film? Not not all the other stuff that I know him from. But you know, he he does all his bato shit in this. He's he's basically like Major's bro. You know what I mean? He's always there to kind of, kind of listen. Yeah, exactly. He's there to he's he's the backup. You know what I mean? He comes with his standard issue big ass gun and like he's fucking cool, man. Like he's just there to bounce ideas off the major and stuff that's mm-hmm. what a supporting actor does really yeah. yeah um again i went with akira i went with uh, the colonel um taro okay. Ish- isha ishida um he comes off he's the secret government uh, what he runs that secret government project yeah. where he's over the espers mm-hmm. you know but what i really thought was interesting about him was he comes off like i thought he was going to be the at- antagonist when i first watched this but he's actually a pretty good guy yeah, he just he, he doesn't want fucking akira to come back right and he's actually just doesn't want to see another you know like world war three right. or four yeah world war four so um i from going from an antagonist to someone you could kind of like see just being a, as a leader mm-hmm. you know um i went with him so um i went with the colonel from akira colonel all right <laughs> Because that has to be a lot on your shoulders. Like, you don't want a, a second onslaught of Akira. Right. You know? And so he does some shit well, that is no, questionable. right, because he, he does seem like the villain, kind mm-hmm. of. You know what I mean? Throughout most of the film. And then, you know, 
I mean, yeah, he's just trying to stop this shit. Like, you know, <laughs> he's not really a bad guy. Yeah, and dude, I love his look, too. You know, yeah. I know we're basing it off of performance, but if, if this was fucking, like, say, one of our American actors coming in mm. with a butch haircut, mustache, you thought was an antagonist, <clears throat> you know, but he comes out to kind of being, like, the protagonist, you know, right. a, a, one of yeah. the good guys, and I would definitely give it. a lot of surprising moments. Yeah. I mean, like, with the Espers, right? Like, yeah. with, is it, what was the name of the, like, number 25 or whatever? Uh, Kyoko? Yeah, well, like, he, yeah. he goes there and, like, holds her hands, yeah, exactly. you know, and... It's, it's pretty cool, man. Yeah. yeah. All right. Now we're at Best Actress. Uh, I went with uh, Rumi Hiragi as Chihiro in Spirited Away. Um, again, range of emotions. She's uh, incredibly distraught and upset and bored all in the beginning. And then she has to become this calm, more adult character. Mm-hmm. And you can you can hear the changes <laughs> in her voice when she has to, you know, stand before Yubaba and beg for a job. Right. And, like... She's very defiant and starts to have a maturity to her her voice and her presence at that point. Um, so yeah, again, these are difficult categories. Yeah, they are, and, yeah. and and that's but that's that's where I'm. These difficult. This one was I thought was easy. Yeah, this one was easy. This one was Shihiro. This was from Spirited Away. This was uh, I. She's amazing, man. I thought she did a wonderful job. Uh, we again, I watched it again today and just trying to paint. I watched it with my kids, you know, and uh, they. I mean. My son is old enough to read the subtitles, but the girls aren't. And they, I mean, the fact that they can follow it without even know, understanding the language at all <laughs> right. is really a testament to the film. You know yeah. what I mean? And the way that, the way she, how well she acts, and that she's, you know, they animate her as very, like, cartoony at times. You know what I mean? To, like, when she's yeah. frazzled and her hair goes all out. And, like, that translates to, you know, people, people pick up on that, even if you don't know the language. And that's very cool. Yeah, I, I can totally see that one. Um, I went with uh, the only one I saw for this is uh, Grave of the Fireflies. Mm-hmm. I went with uh, Setsuko, uh, yeah, voiced by Ayano Shiryashi. Um, she has to struggle to live in like you know Japan after the bomb is dropped, yeah. and she gets murdered by her brother. And <laughs> I was, she was the only character in Grave of the Fireflies that I was connected to. Right. right. Um, if, if this was a live action performance, I. You, she could probably mm-hmm. run away with it. I was I was connected. They with have her. live her, action. That's what I heard. I've never seen. It, I never but, had, yeah. um, I did a little bit more research on this one too, and I guess she was introduced by a regional children's acting company, and she only had two sentences because they didn't think she was going to get the role. So she actually says her name. She goes, uh, "My name is Ayano uh, Shiriashi. I am five years old." And just by delivering that line, the director's like, "You're a girl," you yeah. know. And I can hear that. Like, there's. Again, we don't speak Japanese, but there's a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. there's a it's lot like of emotion in her voice. So yeah. um, I went with her for Grave of the Fireflies. That's cool. Yeah, she was she was up there for me. But um, all right, best actor. This will round us out on the acting categories. Um, let's see if you guys hate this one too. <laughs> uh, Mitsuo Mitsuo Iwata as as Kaneda um, and Akira. <laughs> Uh, again, See, can, I, can I real quick? I'm sorry. Go go ahead. I'll, I'll talk after you. No, go you're gonna talk now. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. Um, I don't think when we're doing a Pixar at the end of the year, mm-hmm. I don't think these categories will be as difficult since we speak English. And well, I right. absolutely, yeah, I agree. With you know, you I, I, yeah. So it's just I, mean, that, I think it's a culture area. thing. And, and I, w- I wanted to base these solely off the Japanese versions that I watched because some of the English ones are fucking awful. You're like, what is yeah. ha- like? There's no way you could have thought that that's how they would have read that yeah. line with those fucking well, you, well, you can just tell. I mean, they're reading it in a sound booth. And it's yeah. like there's no connection to the other person who's reading in a sound booth. And they're, yeah. there's no, there's totally disconnected and disjointed. Uh, but this one, I mean, at least Iwata felt really engaged with his character. Uh, and, you know, it, it, 
him and Tetsuo have a lot of dialogue back and forth. A lot of anger in his voice at times and a lot of like um understanding or misunderstanding. I don't know. Both, I guess. Right. Yeah. He, he again, uh, a gambit of emotions and that's why I landed with Iwata. This was one where I really struggled because it's hard to know if he's a supporting actor or an actor or whatever, but it was it was Haku. Uh, yeah. Master Aku, God, God of the Swift Amber River, or whatever, uh, for Spirited Away. Um, I feel, I feel like he's probably an actor. Right? I mean, I feel like yeah. this is probably a leading actor category. Um, and he's he's just great, man. I mean, like, a lot, and a lot of it's just just visually. You know, you can't. I'm, it's hard to base it on the voice because I don't speak Japanese. Yeah. But the voice is the voice is perfectly serviceable, but the animation is great. Um, he just has so much concern for her. I mean, it, even even from the moment that he first sees her on the bridge. Where, like, he sees her and it's this oh shit moment. You know what I mean? Like, you need to get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Like, you gotta get out. And then it just, uh, their relationship as it builds throughout the movie is wonderful. And I think it, it almost is one of my favorite scenes where at the end, where she remembers what his name is and they fall from the sky together. And, like, they're just beautiful together. And I, I love that. Cool. He's a great character. Um, I went with Akira Tetsuo, uh, voiced by Nazamu Sasaki. Um, and it's funny, too, because, like, earlier I said I, I could have cheated and I could have put my favorite quote as, cut it off! But since I was a fucking kid, why is that so interesting to me? It's yeah. a fucking name, but there's so much goddamn emotion in that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, going with character and voice acting, um, I think there's a lot of emotion um, from him uh, early on saying, hey, don't... Uh, you know, um, you don't have to save me, you know, and, mm. and just everything going into that third act of being kind of the, the underdog. And you're almost rooting for him until right. he goes too far, yeah. you know. Um, but, yeah, I think it's I think it's a testament to my, my best quote that I wanted to go to of him being so emotional in his voice. So I don't know anything about Nazamu Sasaki. But I feel the same way that you do about your, your other one. But he says Kaneda better than anyone else in the <laughs> Probably world. do. There's some raw fucking emotion <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. there, man. So I went with um, he's like please Tetsuo. for help as he's like ballooning up. Like, like dude, I, I can't even say his name without fucking screaming it now. <laughs> That's some voice acting. That's some voice acting. <laughs> so Fuck. this is a little bit easier, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Best scene. A little bit easier, but also difficult because these There's all these I scenes. thought had really fucking great scenes in these. Um, I was really close to giving this one to Spirited Away too. Just the the whole scene where she's bathing like the stink spirit, and then yeah. they like pull the fucking like bike out of it, and then you find out he's like some river god that's just his river's been polluted, you mm-hmm. know. And um, I really loved like the opening scene in Grave of the Fireflies where the like bomb and is dropping, and there's just fucking fire going everywhere. Uh, I really like the, the my favorite part of Vampire Hunter D is when he actually fights Count Lee. I liked that fight. Um, but I landed on Akira, and it's the weird-as-fuck dream sequence that he's having where these toys are coming to mm, life. That's fucked up. Um, it's a really weird scene, but it's it's some of the best-drawn stuff in it, any of this. The film goes hard into like almost like a horror movie. It, you know it, what I mean? Like, it takes like, a fucking fuck? hard left, and yeah. that's really where the movie like starts to like pick up its steam, sure. especially with Tetsuo's character. Um, but you're just watching this like... You're just like, okay, he's just dreaming, and there's a bear and a rabbit and a car, but is he is he dreaming? Right. We're not really sure, because you've got these psychic kids, are they just fucking with his brain? Like, no. And he all just kind of snaps out of it when he slices his foot open on that glass, and then, boom, that's where your movie kind of like really starts to fucking take right. off, at least in my opinion. My favorite one was um, some Ghost in the Shell. It's just at the end where the puppet master and the major are kind of laying together 
and uh, they they're, just, they're just talking. Oh. You know, like the, the puppet master's just explaining everything. They're talking. And you, you only, in. I mean, Bato only hears the puppet master's side of the conversation. So it's just, you're trying yeah. to imagine what he's hearing and like what the fuck is happening. Uh, but he's explaining, you know, that like neither science nor philosophy can explain what life is. You know, and, the, you know, I, I'm not an AI. I'm, I'm life. And, you know, this is, I want to reproduce. I want to die. I want, I want everything that, that, humans have basically and like and so he's just trying to convince her and um this is i think this is really neat this is part of the reason why i think the ghost in the shell is important and i think that i'm so critical of this new ghost in the shell and i want it to be good because like so in in western films well, i don't think it will be uh, well, think, think <laughs> we don't know. Okay. We don't know. i don't know so uh in western films uh, technology is often seen as like this, as like a villain. You know what I mean? You look like your Terminators or um, Avatar. You know what I mean? Like, like te- it's always like technology is like this, this villain. Uh, but in, in, in a lot of ways, I think I think Japan's ahead of us in, the, in this. You know, the, like we're having conversations about you know technology being life in a way, and 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 how do you survive without technology? And uh, you know, is it a kind of a life form in it, of its of its own? And um, that's awesome, man. I mean, like, the, throughout the film, there are these moments where they're talking about diversity being strength. You know what I mean? Like, uh, the major's talking to, I can't remember what his name is, in the, the van. She's, you know, like, he's like, well, you know, why, why, why did you, why do you want me on this team? And she's like, well, you know, you're a, you're a good guy. You're basically not cybernetic. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you use this old handgun. Like, if we were all super specialized, we'd be weak, you know? Uh, and that's kind of the same thing going on with the puppet master. He's like, he's like, I can't just clone myself because then like a single virus or something could destroy me. We have to, we have to come together and create something new. And I think that's really cool, man. Like when they decide to finally merge, there's that the imagery of like the angel feathers coming down and the angel touching down with them because I think it's it's signifying that like reproduction is is a is a sacred thing. You know what I mean? And that. Uh, I think that's fucking cool, man. I just think it's no, really, that is really that's, cool. That's, yeah, you explained like, that very well too. <clears throat> um, I don't have anything as deep as that at all. But <laughs> I, I like that a lot. I like the titties and Ninja Scroll. <laughs> They're <laughs> super high dad. I, like, I like the snakes dropping out of the pussy. <laughs> no, I don't have anything as deep as that. But mine was well, on a it, different level. Well, and it goes back, and I'm, I'm sorry to do right, this, but it goes back to like you know, in the beginning, I, th- I talked about the soundtrack and how like that theme is a is a wedding song you know what i mean like and that's kind of it all ties yeah, yeah, together yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's so cool yeah. I, I like that idea it just kind of grated on me gotcha. that, that song yeah. but no i like how you said that mine was on a different kind of level mine was just fucking fun and cool uh my favorite scene mm. was the entire bike chase so i don't have much to oh, say here so but the entire beginning of the, the of Akira, the bike chase ending with the slide yeah. <laughs> so you have like a couple minutes there of just fucking bikers. And you actually, uh, I think it was one of your awards, your favorite kill. My favorite, the, mm-hmm. the kills in that. Uh, the, you get to see all the fucking cool traces on the bikes. You get to yeah. see the locations, the environment. It sets you into this world fast, crazy, and it all yeah. looks great. Um, and then ending with, uh, you posted on Facebook that fucking slide that, that everybody slide. imitates everybody now. Everybody does yeah. that slide. I wanted to get on there and be like, yeah, man, that's yeah. fucking badass. That's what I'm talking about. I stayed off of that one. But um, yeah, my favorite scene was the, the opening of Akira. Entire big, uh, bike chase until the ending slide. I thought it was awesome. Mm, nice. Nice. Um, real quick, runner-ups. Um, Ninja Scroll, the, if it wasn't for that opening fucking scene in Akira, it would have yeah. went to the end of Ninja Scroll, the, the sinking, flaming ship. Yeah, yeah, I love cool. that. I thought it was a great um, great scene, great location. Um, runner-up, also, um, Grave of the Fireflies. 
I love the scene where everyone is is scared of another bomb dropping, and uh, our main lead uses that to to, to, to raid yeah, the houses. Sure, yeah. yeah, or yeah, to raid the houses, which I thought was really cool. I like yeah. that. I like that idea. Um, so yeah, defining moment. Now let's explain this a little bit. A defining moment for us is sometimes it lines up, you know, your favorite scene. Sometimes it could be your favorite character. For me, what I usually try to do, I didn't do it this time, but I try to look at something. If I'm gonna tomorrow, if I'm gonna write a screenplay, if I'm gonna direct a movie, it's it's things that I've learned, you know, from from mm-hmm. the marathon. Um, sometimes it can be uh, it could be a number of things, you know, it could be a fucking movie poster. One time I even used um, the first time I popped in Indiana Jones, yeah. and it was on it was the DVD menu, right? <laughs> and I heard I heard the goddamn score. I'm like, I'm ready for this marathon. Right. That was my defining moment, right? So it could be something as small as that our political one it was the, the poster to the campaign yeah, the, yeah exactly so it can be all kinds of things what stuck to you after you you uh the marathon was over what was your defining um, moment to me it, it's a a couple things that got ran together of awards that i've got given out already um and it's setsuko's death in grave of fireflies um it, just because again that emotional weight that goes behind it that kind of you know it's coming but it still kind of comes out of nowhere and it's, it's really the most memorable thing in that movie. I mean, there's a couple great things in Grave of the Fireflies, but like when I think of Grave of the Fireflies, that scene just pops right. into my head immediately. And the other <laughs> stuff I have to go actively search for in my brain. Right. Um, so It's so definitely it's good, what you remember, man. Absolutely. I mean, and and that's, <clears throat> that, that's the point. Like, they, right. want, they want that to sit with you. And, and you know what? Like, even if you if you rewatch the first scene in that movie, knowing what happens at the end, I yeah. mean, like, he, he, you know, he, you know, he dies... And then the janitor, whoever's there, you know what I mean, like picks up his shit and he picks up the little the gumdrop thing and just chucks it out in the field. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it's trash to him, but it's right. his sister's body. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's pretty fucking sad. It really is. Um, Jimmy, what do you want to say? Anything else? That that's all. I you yeah you yeah. hit it. The, <laughs> the, the other point I had. So. My defining moment is the bridge scene from Akira, and it's <clears throat> it's I've already kind of talked about it a little bit, but we just sort of set it up. But there's like. There's like tanks on army guys on one side, and the other side there's like I mean how how old is is Tetsuo? I mean he's like 15, yeah, 16. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He's just he's a kid yeah. with like a fucking cape, and he's like, and then behind him is like a fucking like a cult like chanting yeah. and like playing instruments and shit. Like it's such a fucking circus. Like that has got to be the most surreal thing. Like, and they're chanting for like the end of the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like like to fucking kill us all and rebuild. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, it's fucking cool, man, and, and so so cool. It's so cool, and like, and that's kind of what because there are there are several films we've kind of talked about this a little bit about how it's kind of uh, a criticism of post-war Japan and uh, sort of a rejection of um, Western values that came in following yeah. that, and they want to get back to their roots. This was, I think, the scene that really did it the 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 best for me. It was just kind of this is where everything comes to a head, you know. Yeah. 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 Uh, my defining moment was the third act of Akira. Um, <clears throat> so that and a lot of other things. Right. But um, something that was uh, I've said earlier that I've never there's things I've never seen before. I see it well that that I saw on Akira this time around. Mm-hmm. And um, since I was a kid watching Superman three. When Superman turns bad, mm-hmm. like I've always wanted to see that movie where he really turns fucking bad, and you—it's you, easy to make the comparisons with that red cape, sure, you yeah. know, and, and the Western influence too right. of Superman, right? And what happens when this this outcast gets that power? And man, there's that scene where 
I feel like this is my bad Superman movie, yeah. right? Like, there's that scene where he's on the rubble, and he shoots right up to the fucking sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Takes out the fucking uh, the satellite, the satellite and comes back down. He's got the, 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 the metal hand and turns into that big mutant, yeah. stops the uh, the missile from the tank. There's just things that I've never seen done before. Yeah. And this is 88, right? right. And I don't say this right. lightly. There is things... I don't think... I think this film... This Akira might be unfilmable. Yeah, and I don't say that lightly. I've seen Watchmen, you know. Like I don't know at the end of the day where I I finally sit with Watchmen, but he did a fucking good job translating from comic book Absolutely. graphic novel to the big screen. I don't know. Yeah, obviously they can film Akira. I don't know if we're gonna have this. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? There's things I I don't think we're technically. We, I don't think we can make this movie yet. This right. third act is so fucking awesome. And I've never seen superpowers. To this extent, mm-hmm. on screen, like how many superhero movies do we have? Uh, 50, one every 60, five days. Sixty, seventy. <laughs> fuck, we're at thirteen, fourteen for Marvel, and I've I've never seen anything like this where um, it just looks so powerful. Yeah, powerful. So um, just unfilmable. I don't even know how to describe. Just I'm just gonna put uh, the Cure third act was so yeah. cool. Um, runner up also was um, <sighs> this is funny. I, I figured you'd give me some shit for this one. Um, this was my runner-up until I watched Akira, but Vampire Hunter D. <laughs> I, I was not really filling this marathon because I'm not an anime guy, right? And I remember animes. I mean, uh, Vampire Hunter D sucking. Like, <laughs> this is funny. This is funny. Like, I remember Vamp- my only memory of Vampire Hunter D was like um, the uh, what were they like the witches or whatever the concubines like in the- oh, that's oh, okay. so bad. Yeah, the, the, but I, yeah. What are, what are they like? Just I mean, I a Hydra or some shit. I, I don't yeah, know. I, I got you. Whatever. <laughs> the snake women, right? Yeah. The only thing I remember is like, oh my god, like Vampire Hunter D is just fucking flying demon ladies trying to have sex with a vampire. And actually, in context of the movie, and it makes sense. They're underneath yeah. the, the 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 count's you know castle. You know, it's very Dracula reminiscent. Mm-hmm. Um, but the beginning of this. I, I'm watching it on my iPad. All lights are off, and the screen comes up where the Count's um, castle in the background. It says, "This story takes place in the distant future when mutants and demons slither through a world of darkness." And then a chick goes running, half naked, with a shotgun, and blows a fucking animal's head off. And I'm like, "Fuck yeah! This could be a god. This isn't anything like I remember it. I am ready. I am fucking ready." But then I watched it here in that third act. Blew that water. So this gets to uh, Best Director. Best Director. Again, this one can get a little difficult when we're talking about animated movies, but you have to encompass kind of everything. Um, performances they get, you know, how how the animation looks, music, how it all kind of comes together. Um, and it's, it's no secret that Spirited Away has kind of been my favorite going forward so far, and it's, it's Miyazaki uh, who directed it. Um, you're, you've got great performances from your two leads. I really liked Haku. He was he was right there, number two, um, for my actor. I got best actress out of it. Music, I absolutely loved. I loved the animation, and all of that is directly tied into Miyazaki and his vision. Right. Um, even down to the screenplay, which he's the only person that directed that wrote his own screenplay right. on here. So that also goes a long way. Um, huge passion project for the guy, um, and you can you can see it in every fucking sell of this movie that he he loves it so so every time that we've talked about i feel like in almost every thread on av when we've talked about the anime marathon we've talked about what movies are going to be and people are like you know where are all the miyazaki films you know what i mean like or like mm-hmm. you know miyazaki's 
you know, there's everything else, and then there's Miyazaki. Yeah. And I, you know what? It's, it's, it's true. You know what I mean? Like, Miyazaki's fucking insane. He's insane good. He's I, That's what I picked. And it just blows, it blows me away, man. Yeah. Um, best director, Akira. Um, I don't have the guy's name, which is, um, I should it have it. It's uh, Katsuhiro oh, Otomo. <laughs> yeah, but uh, again, I've never, it goes into almost like my defining moment where I've never seen anything like this. Right. It's so original. It's so unique. Um, the, the world building is, is, is got my, you know, like you look at the locations, you look at, um, you said the voice acting for that, for Spirit Away, I feel the same way about Akira. Um, just the, the, the visual cybernet, like the cyberpunk visuals, mm-hmm. everything that went into this, it's kinetic, it has right. so much energy, and I think that um, out of all these movies, if you're going to give someone, especially a male from 20 to, I don't know, 35, 40, you give him, a, I think Akira is the movie that you give him, and you're like, hey, you like Grand Theft Auto, you like Cracked, you know, is that what it is, Cracked Down? It's like, you like those? Mm. Here, here, imagine this open-ended world, right? Fucking pop this in, think of it as a fucking video game, tell <clears> me what you think. You know, I think it's a <clears> world that is so alive and so just busy and fun and energetic, yeah. and that takes a lot and it's, this is 88 animation, you know? Yeah. This is fucking hand-drawn. This is some pretty badass stuff, so yeah. I'm going Akira. I think we get a Crackdown reference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who Ooh. fucking remembers that? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Brad. <laughs> I said Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> you did. And then you lumped it in also <laughs> with Crackdown. crackdown. <laughs> All right, so now we move on to Worst Picture. Um, this does not necessarily mean that we do not like these movies, it's just out of these, this is what our worst one was. Um, we do give negative, a negative point for this right. one as well. Um, for me, I, I gave it nothing in this entire marathon, and it's Vampire Hunter D. I thought the animation was far and away the worst, the story was like, not, not as crazy and out there as some of the other ones, but not overly imaginative See, either. Like, I, like, it didn't right. get my best by any means or my worst, but like Vampire Hunter D, I was talking to, to Nathan about it, where that world, like you, um, we did our action marathon and, you know, he's like, man, I want right. to know more about, you know, um, Fury Road, right. the Wasteland. And I felt like the same thing about Vampire Hunter D. Like, I think there's a lot, it has to be uh, interesting yeah. to go watch Vampire Hunter D. Like fucking cybernetic horses, um, hand, left hand that has a pocket dimension in his fucking mouth, you know? Uh, you have like... Yeah, the, it's cool. You keep showing me all these things, but you don't do anything with it. And again, that's yeah, yeah, why right. it's a But, but you say like that story, or the, the, the world doesn't have an imagination. I totally and I think that. there's a yeah. lot of imagination going on. No, no, I didn't, I didn't mean the world wasn't like imagination. I mean like the story. Like the story itself, yeah. is, as far as looking at all these there's not it's pretty much cut and dry this is this is your beginning middle and end like right. i watched all these movies twice ex- at least except for vampire yeah, hunter D got, because i didn't it got to. one of my awards so i'm not gonna stick up for it that much but i do see the cult status in there i can see why people are interested in that world mm-hmm. and i enjoyed watching it it's not i'm gonna probably fucking watch it again anytime soon but i, I enjoyed that world i was very interested afterwards like yeah what, what the fuck's going on here right well go watch bloodlust i guess <laughs> no i keep i keep yeah. go watch bloodlust man um i, I mean obviously i paid vampire Hunter D. i've been harping on it forever um it's so stiff it's so stiff and like d never fucking says anything and, it, you know, yeah, if you're, like, a 15-year-old goth kid and this is your first thing, like, then, fuck, yeah, you'll love it. But, like, you know, we were talking about that scene where the three sisters or whatever, like, he goes into the dungeon. That's so egregious to me because, like, so he gets, like, all wrapped up and they're, 
it's so it's it's laughable. Like like they're literally like like just looking at him and they're going like <laughs> like it's so fucking awkward. And like he's not moving. Like he's stone faced. And then and then like they the, you know all of a sudden his like fangs are coming out and he's like biting them and whatever. And then the hands like oh you know whenever you get in trouble the fangs come out. You think you're so much better. Like it was he in trouble? He wasn't even fucking moving. I didn't know he was in trouble. I thought he was just fucking with them. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it wasn't con- if that was the intention. It wasn't conveyed visually or like um, I. I, I really I'm a, I'm a fan of Vampire Hunter D, but going back and watching it as an adult, especially alongside the rest of these like Akira and Ninja Scroll that I really like, uh, it's terrible in comparison. I think I, worst film. With, yeah, it's it didn't make my worst. I could actually find things that I was interested in. You know, uh, there was one movie that I was not interested in at all, and I'll take the criticism for it. But I tell you what, man, I could not stand Spirited Away. I, really? Yeah, I your thought, worst film out of all these. I, I just couldn't get into it, man. Um, I tried watching it a second time. I was bored to tears, and it, you got hearing you guys explain it too. I was fucking bored. I looked at him a couple times, like, "What the fuck?" You know, like, you, um, it just so some of it's so ambiguous. Like, I'll give him some. Man, I'm actually dreading, and it's gonna happen. I think it's gonna be an important marathon. We need to talk about Miyazaki. But I'm dreading it, man, because I'm like, if I have to watch five or six movies that are like this, and I'm I'm one, hey, I'll call out, I'm very, the, I'm going to nickname the guy who secretly hates movies, right? I can, I'll, I'll, I'm happy to call out some of these classics like Chinatown or, you know, I, I like Rear Window. I like Rear Window, but I'm, I'm comfortable saying it's not Pantheon. I think there's some movies that are just fucking... Over, but it is. But, but, <laughs> it is that, the, but I said I like it. Like, right, I, right. I, I understand. You know, I have problems with the, the third act. But anyway... I'm not afraid to call out some of these movies. Like, Spirit Away is one of those, I think it's so ambiguous. Like, she gets to the, I, my characters have to gain experience. She gets to the end and she's like, you know, um, none of these pigs are in my family. And I'm like, how do you know this? But how tell, do you know? Tell me fucking why. Um, when when No Face goes into the bathhouse and just starts eating people. And like, when you describe, like, they pulled a, a bike out of him. I guess he's a god of a pol- polluted river. I'm like, who gives a fuck, you know? Um, there's just, I like the animation. That's fine. Uh, but... So, I'm not a Del Toro fan either. Gilmero Del Toro. And I, I really? find a lot of um, similarities between okay. these two. Like, I actually, the first thing I looked at when I, um, after watching Spirit Away, I Googled um, Del Toro Miyazaki. And it's a laundry list of shit of how he professes to be like this huge Miyazaki fan. Mm-hmm. And I can see it where so, I think some of the animation in here is so bizarre just to be bizarre. Like, I wasn't interested in any of the the, the big-headed witch or, you know, uh, the fucking... Just everything that was going on, I was just it was just distracting to me, and it was just bizarre. Um, there's a couple other things I have in my notes here, but just overall, it was just not interesting to me, you know? And That's that really was, surprising, man. It was. It surprised me, too, because I was really mm-hmm. going into this like, hey, it's Miyazaki. Right. It's just fucking... Like, that's the reason... I took, it's far and away it's on the, the whole, right? I mean, I, mean, yeah. I, I it's watched Princess Mononoke because we switched to it. We switched it it's, the, it's the reason that I pulled um, me, uh, Mononoke out so this could be right. so I could bring Spirit Away. Like, Spirit Away is fucking badass. Yeah. The Fireflies is badass. And I was like completely disappointed. I was like, man, it's some of it's so ambiguous. Like it's so weird and bizarre. And, and we talked about uh, Wizard of Oz and mm-hmm. Alice in the Wonderland earlier. Um, two classic um what fairy tales right yeah sure. uh fantasy right and i think this is such a lesser and i'm not a, like i even bitched about wizard of Oz. i think mm-hmm. i understand why it's there mm-hmm. i can respect how uh, the, the classic attributes to it but i think this is even lesser than than 
Either one of those. I'll, I'll watch okay. Alice in Wonderland and uh, Wizard of Oz any day over Spirit Away. And uh, I'd, I'd be very curious to see um, some reviews on that, too. Like, if it okay. ever did go in front of a council or something, I'd be mm-hmm. very curious to read some okay. reviews. But, yeah, I was not expecting to say that. It really surprised the fuck out of me. Okay. But it was something I just couldn't get into. Um, let's see. That takes us to Best, picture. best picture. Is there... Is there any surprise? <laughs> uh, I don't think there is for yours. Um, really, when it comes down to it, I liked three of these movies. I didn't love any of them. Um, and I disliked three of them quite a bit, actually. Uh, the three I didn't like, Vampire Hunter D, obviously gave the worst. Uh, Ghost in the Shell and Akira, I didn't really like that much either. Um, so it comes down to Ninja Scroll, Spirited Away, and Grave of the Fireflies. And I kind of teetered back and forth between Grave of Fireflies and Spirited Away. But I watched Spirited Away again today just before coming over here, and that extra viewing of it really brought it to the forefront for me. Um, and I'm, I'm going with Spirited Away. Again, it's it's all those things that you hate is what I yeah. <laughs> absolutely like about it. I love, Are you a Gilmore Jotaro fan? Can you see the similarities I, there? Hans yeah. Labyrinth's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Of, and that's, it's, it's funny. Um, we had a video lander Matthew Wade on. He's a, he, I think his number five film was Spirit Away. Mm-hmm. And so I asked him about the similarities between Del Toro. And he, he he's like, yeah, I, I can completely see that. Um, and that's where I get lost in a lot of Del Toro movies. Mm-hmm. Is his just, like it's not, a lot of people call it high art. And I'm right. just like, it's a weird creature with the eyes on his hands. You know, I just, I don't, right. I don't see it. You know, I don't see the, the master director there. Um, I'm hoping something changes with the Miyazaki where I'm like, wow, this is sure. fucking great. I would love that, but... Yeah, and see, and and I felt that way watching things like Akira and Ghost in the Shell, where I was just like, some things in it were just like, just too bizarre to for me, and and but it that bizarreness fit for me in Spirited Away because they were in this fantastical world in this spirit land basically, and and I love the the different looks of, of of everyone, even the spirits, even between like the humanistic people of Haku's very very straight and like he's very pristine and like a really pretty looking little boy and then Chihiro's got a little flaws here she's very round faced and very rosy cheeked and Yubaba's got a huge fucking head and a big like fucking wart in the middle of her eye there like it it took the most awards for me music animation and and the big one directing so yeah spirited away especially after after the first viewing of it it Probably would have been in the bottom half. But watching it again really, really fucking changed the way I saw it. I was able to just, I guess, follow it better. And, Maybe and that's what I need to do. Maybe I, I know I'll never love this movie because of some of the designs. But mm-hmm. um, I tell you, what, even the parents just sitting down and, you know, I guess they're just greedy by nature. Right. I don't know. The first thing right. they do is, do is just fucking eat all that food. I'm just like, what right. the fuck, man? Well, there's, I mean, let's. It's, it is supposed to be like kind of a fairy tale. Right. You know what I mean? Like, things don't always make the most sense, yeah. but it's supposed to be this kind of dreamlike thing. Um, I also went with Spirit of the Way. Um, I, I also watched it again today. You know what I mean? And, and it, I, it, I probably would have gone Akira if I hadn't watched it again today. Uh, but I watched it today again with my kids. And like, I've touched base on this before, but yeah. I watched it in Japanese. I have a seven-year-old, a five-year-old, a three-year-old. Uh, the seven-year-old can read. Uh, he, we got like 10 minutes into it, and I was like, I need, I need you to read to yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's like, <laughs> this is annoying. I'm not going to do two hours of this. Uh, but like the girls, I mean, we were halfway through, and they're like, can we watch this again? Like when it's over? Like, uh, like the, 
that you know that 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 it's crafted in such a way, and the story is told in such a way through the animation and through the music and through every like that these kids understand what's happening, uh, even though they don't speak the language. You know what I mean? Like that, yeah. that's that is really impressive to me. Like you could, I mean, you you could sit there. I mean, you sat in front of Akira three or four times, and in and, and like I watched Akira with the four subtitles, times, and I'm just like, and I still know what the fuck's I, going I, on. I and can't like, fucking get I, I'm, I'm not I'm not saying I'm like that. I love Akira. Yeah. I'm just saying like. I think that's something very special, and that that you know when you put it in front of someone who has who who can't even fuck, he doesn't even know what's going on, but you can tell what's going on, and you can tell. See, what the I don't know what the fuck's going like. on. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know what? Like I also heard it was like a three-hour cut too, like oh, originally, really? and I think that explains a lot. Like I think there's a lot of shit that's not explained in that movie that needs to be explained okay. further. Like there's too much ambiguous mm-hmm. stuff for me. There's, I wish that I, I it was fleshed out more. Like I understood the movie. So I thought there was a lot of ambiguity the first time I watched it, and then the second time a lot of that shit got cleared up. Yeah. That I, I I you know maybe give it another shot if you if you. There's a I mean there's a lot of other stuff I know I know a lot of a lot of the cyberpunk stuff a lot of the criticism of, uh, of Japanese culture following like that is present in other films more so especially Akira but it's it's present in Spirited Away as well and it's packaged in a way that I think is is a is universal like all kinds of audiences will like Spirited Away but whereas like there's a certain kind of person who's gonna like Akira you know what I mean like you can you can have that same message it's just packaged a little bit neater. Um, Spirited Away is, is is a Disney film, basically. You know what I mean? Like, any, yeah. like anybody will like this movie, or has the potential to. It's not. It's not a cyberpunk, dystopian, title. you know, uh, fucking sci-fi superhero film. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, for me, it's Spirited Away. But on uh, mine's Akira. Um, it got surprise. Yeah, <laughs> this is the the most awards I've ever given anything. I mean, I took uh, some shit for giving really? a lot. Um, oh, the uh, Hitchcock was nine or ten. Yeah, nine. Yeah, I think I this one was twelve or thirteen. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It rarely went home with it, and. It doesn't surprise me though, and it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't surprise me because this is the only movie. It, it made my top ten sci-fi of mm-hmm. all time, um, and that was based off of memory. Because at the time when I was doing the top ten sci-fi, I couldn't watch all ten films, mm-hmm. and I was really hoping that I didn't have to move that out. Right. You know, and I don't have to. I fucking love the world, um, and it's the only movie that I think is is pantheon worthy out of all five of these movies, or six six of these movies, and so and. To do my list justice, 12, 13 awards, a Pantheon movie should run the gambit for sure. me. Mm-hmm. And it did. It took um, fucking best location, best character. Um, it, it, I'm not going to read them all. It took 13 fucking awards. Right. You know, I think it's a, it, it's just a beautiful movie. And then especially after really thinking about um, what you sent me about uh, the World War II, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, how this is kind of like almost a metaphor for restructure. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just a lot to cling on to. It's fun. But, like, and I don't understand the ending completely. I don't. And I'm fine with that. Because I don't understand the fuck out of 2001. But it's my... Sure. I love fucking watching yeah. that. I love thinking about it. I actually wrote an essay on it. So the first movie I've, I ever wrote about was 2001 Space Odyssey. Mm-hmm. And I feel the same way here. Like, I, I just want to read essays and articles. Right. And I think good sci-fi should be complex. Right. You know, to the point where he's he, he turns into a universe... At the end of this movie, is that what what he does? Right, he big bangs his own universe. Big bangs. Basically. I mean, that's so. I think it's so fucking interesting, and I don't know. I just I, this world was just came to life for me, and I don't think it's it's filmable. I'm very curious if Hollywood gets its hands on it, what it does to it. I mean, wait, um, wait, if if they did, would you want them to? I, I don't they, think I, so. I think you're there where, where I am with Ghost in the Shell, yeah. where people are like, "Oh, you're just butt hurt because she's white or whatever." It's like, no, I I think that this is art. 
Yeah. I think this is important, and I, I, I don't want you to cheapen it with, yeah. like, this Super Bowl trailer bullshit. Like, I, yeah, I will say, like, I I think that I get where you're coming from. I, I get that. I think it's a little harsh because we haven't seen Ghost in the Shell. I think right. you're right, probably. I think you're right. But Watchmen, again, is another great example of something that was translated well. Um, right. Is Ghost in the Shell going to do that? I don't think so. I would be willing to give them a chance. I'm going to go see it. I'll absolutely yeah, give them a chance. I'm I, not going to... Yeah, you know. I would do the same. I would give Akira the chance if it goes there, and I'd watch it. But at this point, I don't think you should. I don't right. think you should at all. Because I think the intention, when you remake something, I think the intention is to do is to do better. Yeah, right? exactly. You're not gonna. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, at, at best, you're gonna <laughs> do the same. Beauty and the Beast is a great example. I took right. my daughter to, get, to go see it. It warmed my heart. I got teary-eyed. It's the Beauty and the Beast story. I know you had a couple issues with it. I hate yeah, that you had, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know exactly. I knew that. Um, you have a few issues. I fucking I, hate I, it. I, I think it's. A, I think. I think it's. A, I think it's a beautiful story. I love taking my my daughter to go see it. It was like my number three though in the Disney marathon. Yeah. yeah. Um, if pushed hard enough, I'd probably say Pantheon. Man, I, there's a lot of stuff, especially Fuck for, off. especially what? for a little girl. And like my daughter is in love with that. I love the enchanting. Anyway, I think there's a lot of great stuff there, but. It didn't need to be remade. It, yeah. it, it's a new right. version that we might be able to get some some younger kids into that story. Right. But at the end of the day, the animated movie is, is better. But I liked Beauty and the Beast today, and I think that's where Akira would run. It's not going to be better. I can't I can't fucking imagine it right. being better than the anime, so what's the point? Um, but yeah, that was my favorite. I, I loved it. So um, now comes to the point where we will stop recording and we will count um, all the golden idols. And uh, see who the, the marathon winner is. All right? Yep. Bum, bum, bum. We are back, and after counting the golden idols, uh, Kira is the golden idol winner. Um, at this time, it's the only anime that matters. So now is uh, time to talk about if it deserves Pantheon. So for any of our listeners... Uh, that might be new. Uh, the Pantheon is the home for our favorite movies of all time, or unique movies. Um, but we need a unanimous vote tonight, and then it gets kicked up to the council um, if we decide it needs to be. Um, so real quick, um, just because I have some notes in front of me. Um, I had two movies here that I said that I would put Pantheon. One, I disagreed with. <laughs> you disagree no, no, with no. yourself? No. It, well, it was because of your Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh-huh. Um, it made Pantheon. You said it probably shouldn't, mm-hmm. um, but I thought it was an interesting choice to because right now we if we agree unanimous then it goes up, right. um, but if one says no it gets blocked. Um, I put that Akira for sure. I would say Pantheon. I think everybody needs to see. It. I would love to read council reviews on Akira to see what people even think. I would like to expose an anime to the council, and Absolutely. I put Spirit Away. Um, actually, if you watch the um, Avius. Your worst picture was listen, the one listen, you were. That's listen, strange. I told no. I told um, Avius Symbol uh, Matthew Wade was on mm-hmm. last night. He loves a Spirit Away, right. and I told him that because of him and the poll being the number one movie, I don't connect with it. But I would say yes. I would say no. In my review, mm-hmm. but I would get it kicked up to the council because sure. so many people love it that much. It probably needs to be watched and reviewed because um, it's our group pantheon, right. not just mine. Right. I wouldn't say that about everything, but right. there's such a, an outpouring of love for Spirit Away. I would, and, and not every movie is going to connect with every person. Like some, like 
The Beatles are probably arguably the greatest band of all time. There are people that don't like the fucking right. Beatles. Yeah. And this, you're just not going to be able to please every fucking Our person. Our art is subjective. Everything. You know exactly. what I mean? That's yeah, like, if it was a different marathon and it wasn't a movie that was that well-loved or that well-reviewed, I would block it and say no. Yeah. Because it's not worth the fuck point of giving someone else some more homework. Right. You know, on the council. Um, but Spirit Away is one of those movies that, obviously, people have an attachment to. So I would have said yes to that and I would have said yes to Akira. Um, but since Akira is the winner, I said that, uh, I think Akira, I would like to see what, I would like to introduce an anime to the council and just to see what they would say. Right. I think it's Pantheon. I don't know what anybody else would think. I honestly think my wife would say fuck no <laughs> to That'd Akira. I'd be curious, you know, because I didn't, I watched Akira by myself. I don't know that Rachel's ever seen it uh-huh. and she's on the council. I, w- I would love to see it with her and I don't, I don't know what she would say. You know yeah. what I mean? It's the same thing. A good example is, um, how I'm feeling right now. Um, the, the political campaign, mm-hmm. what won that? Um, uh, Bob Roberts. No. Yeah, Bob, <laughs> Bob Roberts is not um, I believe primary, primary colors. colors. If you, if you guys would have said yes, I would have said fuck no. I'm not going to waste anyone's time. It's not that well received. Right. Sure. It probably wouldn't have want to pull. But that's how I feel about it. Gotcha. So, um, who wants to take the floor now? That's how I feel. I think it should go up. Um, go ahead. But that was my favorite movie. So, I mean, I I already made it no secret that if I did not like the movie, um, and it's not it's not for a lack of trying. Because right. I watched the movie four fucking times, which was two more times than I watched any other of these movies. Just so I could really try to, like, hone in, like, because I know people love it. And I was like, maybe there's something I'm missing here. And it's... It was like, number two on the poll, right? Just like, uh, yes. So just, like, Spirited Away, like, didn't connect with you. Akira just, like, did absolutely nothing for me. There's some cool moments in it. There's some cool animation. Uh, I give the dream sequence, like, the best scene out of any of these movies. Sure. But, like... It just it, it doesn't it doesn't hit home with me. It's it, to me it wasn't special. So mm-hmm. it, as far as Pantheon goes, it, it's okay. a hard no. To me. Okay. So you're not gonna even so, send it up to see if not even wouldn't okay. even come close to trying. I I, I would have. Um, I think I mean, it'd be interesting just to see what the council because the council's never yeah. even see, touched an anime so far. Right. So Vampire Hunter D got nothing from me except for worst. Uh, <laughs> Greater the Fireflies got one. Uh, and it was pretty even after that. Ninja Scroll, Ghost in the Shell, Spirit of the Way all got four. Akira got five. You know, and I think I think it is just a little bit better than all the other ones. But I, but if you know, going into this, like I would have said, I would have said yes to Akira. I would have said yes to Ninja Scroll. I would have said yes to Ghost in the Shell, and I would have said yes to Spirit of the Way. I think they're all Pantheon. I think that if, if any if any one of those got kicked up to the council, I would be happy to have that in Pantheon. Okay. Yeah. So you're saying no, right? It's okay. So we have we have so, yeah. we have no, one no. No convincing me. Yeah. We have one, we have one no. Um. So it doesn't get kicked up. I will say, um, I'm not gonna bust your balls on that one. Like I do think it's Pantheon. Um. Raiders is a movie that I fucking adore, so I'm glad it went up. So I. You I, fought me hard on that one. I would one. fight. I, I would almost, fight you again on that yeah. one. But I tell you what, I'm. I want people to be more. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I want them to say no more to Pantheon, so I'm not right. going to bust your balls on this. I'm getting sick of seeing, you know, all these yeses, man. I've said no. Um, I don't know if you've read my professional review. I liked I it. Not, I'm not going to read it until yeah. I've okay. watched it. I'm not going to go into detail. I liked it a lot. But there's a difference between liking a movie a lot. I think a lot of people, I like, in the Pantheon. poll, a lot of people in the poll, if they've heard of it or they like it in the least bit, they say, yes, it's Pantheon. A lot Pantheon's, of people watch Pantheon within, like, a half hour of it. Going I know, yeah. And Pantheon's <laughs> special. That's why they only, we only give them one point, you know. But, man, I want people to say fucking no more, man. I right. want it to be rounded well, off. Like I, Then just nominate Love it was, it, was, it was, you know, it was, it was, it was, it's Marshall Wade's, right, this yeah, nomination? Yes. Was last year, that was, um, uh... 
Which one did he have? He had Bruce Enter the Lee. Dragon. And he had Enter the Dragon last year. I was fucking psyched about Enter the Dragon. Right. I remember as soon as as soon as he announced it, and I love I do love that movie, but I said no to that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because there's a difference between liking a movie and have it being pantheon. Yeah, and I exactly. think that people need to yeah. rewatch the films, you know what I mean, and think about it in, with that with that in mind. Yeah. Is this pantheon? Though? Well, because like, it's got to stick to your soul, right? It does, man. Like, and so that, I'm not gonna bust your balls over this one. I mean, if you block it, I think it'd be interesting to read. But you know, at the end of the day, I want people to say no more. And it's not sure. to say um, that it can't go up. You know, yeah, certainly and, something. And now gonna spin their yeah, nomination, yeah. and I mean, it's it. It might be one that I, I actually put up at some point. I don't like nominating a movie afterwards that we've already talked about a lot so that that's unfortunate well, but you know what there, we were just talking about this there's a lot of films that I feel like when I think about things I want to put up for Pantheon uh-huh. they're things that we've talked about in marathons that didn't necessarily get the gold idol but I think like you know that needs to go up yeah. what, what do you think would win honestly between are you a Blade Runner fan not really what do you think would win between Blade Runner versus Akira for me Akira uh, but yeah. although I don't know what it's I mean it's fucking hard though Blade, man that's Blade a, Runner is really fucking good. solid. I mean, They're both in my top ten. Rachel if you're, put, if you're putting them head to head in these two categories, I think Blade Runner runs away with it because it's gonna start like not dominating like acting categories and shit. I mean, I can see, yeah, because you're gonna feel more at least emotionally connected to the characters in that movie. At least in what I, I Blade Runner? Feel. Yes. See, I don't know because I mean, like watching this one, I was completely connected to Tetsuo. Yeah. You know, um, so I don't know, but and anyway, Peyton wish- Manning esque forehead. <sighs> I wish yeah, people would say... got a huge fucking forehead for some reason. I wish people would say more, uh, no more. He's a um, psychic. <laughs> his, <laughs> boring. It's his professional shit. was almost as challenging as Enter the Dragon for me because there's definitely some interesting beats there to look at. But, man, you have to, like... Man, more than not, man, it, you, every category has to fucking be bright, man. Right. You know? Or... There's always an exception to the rule. Or it has to be unique. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, And that's kind of where I was going with Velvet Goldmine. Like, I, I know that this is a flawed movie, oh. but, like... But is it, it's unique, and is it the yeah, best yeah. of its kind? It might be the only of its kind. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so uh, that was it. Was like let's go, and it got way more yeses than yeah. I thought. And so. I like I like good criticism. Like you said something about the music. I put a little fun Easter egg in my review. I didn't go crazy on, on it, but did you see it? I haven't read. Okay, when I posted the Velvet Goldmine, I read your Velvet to the Goldmine post, to the to the Facebook. Oh no, I didn't yeah. see it. No. I go in there and it says music. Is pretty cool. <laughs> and then I put, like, inside joke, you know, and then it goes on. But, uh, you know, you're like, hey, you didn't even say anything about the music. Yeah. And the most important aspect it is, of the it movie. It is, it is, it is. I thought my, my review was solid for my point except for that and a couple other ones I probably could have done a little bit more. But then I started doing that to professional. Right. And, fuck, I think it's like 3,000 fucking words, <laughs> you know. But, hey, you know, we only hey. do this nine yeah. movies, you know, out of, the, yeah. out of the year. So I think it deserves that. Um, so it, it helped me kind of like structure everything out. So at the end of the day, I want people to fucking say no more though, because not just cause you like it yeah. doesn't make it pantheon. Right. Yeah. And we, so. we could probably, we, have we ever had that discussion? Like, like, like let's have a discussion. Where we talk about what, what is pantheon? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah, what, we did, what we is did it? Podcast, you did uh, one? Spencer, okay. Yeah, we talked about it a while yeah, ago. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought it was pretty good. We're going to do one every year, um, yeah. at the end of pantheon with different people. With different people. Yeah. Um, yeah. so this last time was, you know, Ryan, myself, Spencer and was it you. Yeah. yeah. So we'll have you and, you know, one of the, one of the ladies on and, 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 you know, somebody else fill it, but. Uh, maybe a guest would be really interesting. Oh, yeah. You'd have a guest yeah, yeah. around there. But anyway, so um, Akira didn't make it, um, unfortunately. But I hope that this conversation um, has people go watch it, at least. Absolutely. Sure. But, all right, uh, closing thoughts. And uh, where can um, they find you? Again, that big fucking forehead. Yeah. <laughs> That's just stuck in my brain. Now, that should have been my defining moment. Um, yeah, as far as, as marathons go, this was my least favorite. 
You're kind of crazy. Yeah. I'm, Mine too, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm See, gonna, I'm, 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 I'm it's my lie. favorite. It's my favorite that we've done in um, a long time. Because even though I, I, I liked Spirited Away uh, as my most, it, it didn't blow me away. I wouldn't have given that Pantheon if that had won. Really? Even. Um, so there was no Pantheon films here wow. to me. It's wow. not. It is not a genre that I'm well versed in, and it's not one that I think I'm going to delve further yeah, into Yeah, I'm not. I mean, besides, like, okay, can I, can I speak to that real quick? Because sure. I don't want to, to get off of that. Um, Akira, again, was one that... All the other ones did some bizarre shit, like fucking snakes coming out of the vagina. The, the, the craziest that Akira got on, well, on an uncomfortable level was when they pulled the blouse off of that lady mm-hmm. and her tits showed. It's, it's straight out of something like fucking like RoboCop. Right. You, you, could under, you, you, would, you could see that in RoboCop. Right. I don't think there was anything that was... That fucking push like the boundaries push the bit. boundaries yeah. is, is a great way. I thought it was you could show it. Yeah, a lot of people probably won't be interested in it because it does get crazy. But they're not going to be like, well, that's fucking anime for you, right? You know, right? At least not on that pushing the boundaries level. Yeah. Um. So you know, I, I think this has kind of killed my my eagerness to get to the Miyazaki one later. Um, not sad. not 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 entirely because again, Spirited Away was my. But you favorite think it's important to do still, right? I absolutely think yeah. we need to do it. Um. But it's like my enthusiasm for like wanting to get Fuck to yeah. it has 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 squandered some. I'm not gonna lie, Fuck it's yeah. not a genre that I'm super into. Especially if that's his best, supposedly. So I can't wait to and and I watched Princess not, Mononoke. And that's so. not that's not always the case. Like <laughs> yeah. you like the best in the presidential or the uh, political campaign. Yeah, we oh, liked yeah, one yeah. that was a little bit lower than that, mm-hmm. so, and that won the Golden Idol. So right. not saying that you know. Um, Spirit Away would be the, the champion if we put that in there, but I thought it would. I thought it would make this a little bit stronger. But, yeah, I'm, I'm looking – I'm not looking forward to it, but I hope that there's one in there that changes my mind on Miyazaki, man, yeah. because fucking people love him. I just – I don't get it right now. Uh, Maybe about, I will. What about you all-encompassing for this one, Nathan? What did I think of all – I said it before, and, I, and I've kind of got into a brat a little bit. Like, I, I think this is the best marathon we've done in a long time. And I, But I really like these – I'm not disrespecting other marathons that we've done. I mean, I you said really there were four movies this. that you there were There are four in movies here that I think are Pantheon. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah Ninja Scroll, I told Ghost I told Ryan, you said four, and he was yeah. just like, four Pantheon <laughs> yeah. movies? No, absolutely. I, I would I – would, I mean – I would go into it with an open mind or whatever and I watch me again. Would say but like, no, more. <laughs> no I, but I'm just I'm just being honest. Uh, I mean, these are these are films that, for me that well, I, there's there's I mean that's that's what it is, man. Wow, you know what I mean? Like that's intense. Uh, like I said before, like about the the Eight Devils of Kimon, Like that's as far as I'm concerned, that's the gold standard for yeah. villains. You know what I mean? Like uh, that's 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 where I go to. Is that your highest? I guess number of Pantheon films in a marathon. I would have to go back and look at them, but I, I know the boxing seems pretty one high. Happen. Yeah, Nathan I mean, kind of hates shit a lot sometimes. So. Yeah, I, I I'm like, pretty so open about shit. I mean, four we, in one. We, you know, pretty... the joke is, you know, whatever that you're like the guy who secretly hate movies. Like I'm the guy who like openly fucking hates movies. And, like, <laughs> you're I, the guy who secretly like, hates <laughs> movies openly. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but but yeah, I think there's four of these. That I, honestly, yeah, I think they're Pantheon. Uh, I would I would put any number of these up in front yeah. of Pantheon. And, with, yeah, and I without, would be very happy to do so. Without looking back, I think mine would probably be the Disney. Like it went Lion King, Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast. I, that was some pretty powerful. Yeah, shit and so I didn't know where that would go. But looking back at the other ones, um, maybe two in the War one. Like I really wanted Apocalypse mm. now. Um, Especially watching the professional, I was thinking about hitman movies or assassin movies. I think of it more of a, of a war movie, you know. But is it okay? The, I haven't watched it yet. Apocalypse Now. Oh, Apocalypse yeah. Now. Yeah, yeah. But you can't take away that he is a fucking hitman going sure. to fucking sure. take out you know a goddamn demigod. 
that in that movies you know how the rear window stuck with you and mm-hmm. you had to nominate it I was like right I get it but like you know for that nomination and I'm not talking trash about the nomination I was right. like I want to talk about you know other movies instead of the ones we've already talked about but at the same time I want to pop in fucking Apocalypse Now for my right. nomination which I'm not but I don't know I just want to see that in fucking Pantheon but there's anyway there's only two there that I probably would have went with Apocalypse Now possibly possibly saving Private Ryan. I think there's a lot of good mm. shit in there, but again, you have to be fucking overcritical. Right, you know, right. or you're going to have like three, four goddamn, you know, more movies in there. Sure. So I think Apocalypse Now, Disney was probably my highest, I think, so far for for that. But um, anyway, where can they find you guys? Anything else you want to add? No. Um, should we talk about possibly the next marathon? Oh, yeah, yeah, crank that up. Um, so we, we kind of left uh, two gaps in our marathon viewing, and, and Brad decided he wanted to use those to let Nathan and I kind of run our own little marathons here. Um, but about a week ago, I had a totally different marathon lined out where I was just looking through directors and I was like, who had like a great 10-year span of directing? And I was going to do Rob Reiner movies because we had like A Few Good Men and Spinal Tap and uh, Misery mm. and Princess Bride. Like great fucking shit. What did I say? I was like, you can take the Miyazaki one over if you want to with that. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He was like, he's like, do you want us to move that to Labor Day? I was like, Let's do talk about right Miyazaki. Yeah, um, we do. But then I was like, you know what? I kind of want to tie things in a little bit better with the the time. So in April, that's when you know the flowers are blooming and the the pies are hitting the windowsills <laughs> and fucking baseball is happening. <laughs> and I absolutely love baseball movies. I'm a big baseball fan. Love the Cubs. Fucking World Series champions. Like blew my mind last year. And I also really love comedy. So I wanted to, to blend those two because I think as far as sports movies go, baseball is probably the most uh, rich with comedy. So we're going to do five movies that are baseball related and comedy in, in centric as well. So we've got A League of Their Own, Bad News Bears, the original. We're not watching the Billy Bob. <laughs> <laughs> like a comedy. What's that? It's been too long since I've watched oh, it. Yeah. It is a comedy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it very comedy, comedy heavy. Okay. Yeah. Um, it, there's some very serious themes and things that go along with it, but it's it's mostly comedic. Um, Bull Durham, kind of in the same vein there with A League of Their Own, uh, Major League, and The Sandlot. So we're going right. to do those that five. Four? That's five. Was Ma- it five? Okay. League of Their Own, Bad News Bears, Bull Durham, Major League, okay. Sandlot. Sandlot. Okay. Cool. And you can find me in Facebook group, Kyle Brown. We're... So, like, I get a marathon, too, and I, I'm just... So, like, nothing really happens in June except for my birthday. <laughs> so we're just going to watch shit that I like. So get ready for Cannonball Run 2. <laughs> down Periscope. And yes! <laughs> no, I don't have so. <laughs> uh, Yeah, you can find me on AV, uh, butthurtwhitepeople.com. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I, dude, I hate fucking whitewashing, bro. I really, I really do. What was the movie that... A Doctor Strange. Uh-huh. I really wanted a fucking Asian, you know, like instead of uh, what's her name? Instead of Benedict Cumberbatch. No, <laughs> no. no, but no um, and, and, and what's, what's her name? What's her name? The Master. Uh, Tilda Thank you, Tilda Swinton. I really wanted an Asian. You know, you know what? And I and I'll say the same thing about Tilda Swinton that I'm going to say about Scarlett Johansson. Like, I I don't like it, but I can understand it. You know, like like competent actresses. Well, no, even within the storyline, the the it's not even the major's body. You know what I mean? Like, I just hate to see. I mean, it's a completely synthetic body. It can look like fucking anything. Oh, yeah. uh, so it's, I mean, I get it. It's the same same thing with um, with the ancient one. It's the ancient one. She's a sorcerer supreme. Yeah, yeah. There's no, re- it, it could be a fucking dog if it wanted to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it doesn't, it could be anything. Well, then I hear people bitch. But, Good. but you know what I mean? I, at the end of the day, it's not going to, 
It's not that that ruins it for me. It's just everything else. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's just that on top of everything like, else. You know, you hear people talk about, like, well, then if they got that, then they'd just be stereotyping the Asians. I'm like, right. okay, well, fuck that. We, if, we, if we were worried about that, we wouldn't have great characters like, um, uh, I know it's one of your favorite movies, Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. You know, we wouldn't have him. You right. know, what's his name? David We would have fucking yeah, David yeah. Lopan. Yeah, exactly. See? It's on his phone. Uh, we wouldn't have David Lopan. We'd have fucking, you know, goddamn who? Steve Russell Jackson. Crow? <laughs> I don't fucking know. Russell Crowe. Oh, I'd love that. <laughs> so um yeah, to, to plug some future marathons, I think we have them kind of uh, laid out. Uh, we still gotta talk about some movies. Yeah. Um but uh, yeah, we got the baseball one coming. Uh, that's gonna be about three weeks to a month from now. Uh, we have uh, the John Wayne after that. Um, oh, is that really? Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know that's what we're doing. Cool. Yeah, John Wayne. Cool. Now we're gonna celebrate the Duke's birthday. Oh, you know? nice. Uh, we got I to like, like four. I got uh, five hundred percent movies that we're we doing searchers again. <laughs> no, no, and that yeah, and that's not even counting the searchers. You know, for a hundred percent. You know, so I can't wait to talk about those. Um, and then we have a uh, Pixar coming up, and we mm-hmm. have. Uh, Miyazaki. So that's just some of the like the, the few that are out there, right stuff, around the corner. Stuff we definitely got next planned four. out. Yeah, next cool. four at least. Um, I do want to try to fit a martial arts in here, but I tell you what, I don't know about you guys, but the marathons, and I think we have some pretty good conversations, but they drain the fuck out of me. Mm-hmm. Getting the movies in, all the notes, typing them out, all the research, um, it is it is challenging. You know, oh, to, yeah. to, to come up with a, a quality podcast and be informative. Well, it is. I mean, I got to really get your kids. Down. You know what I mean? Like, I was, exactly. I've, been, I've been writing this list up all fucking yeah, day. I hear you, dude. Like, I've been, you know. yeah, I've been on this all week of just like little things. I watched Akira movies. four times. Have but, I mentioned that? <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's not even counting like the, the verses, the Thursday night episodes, right. um, updating the website, um, doing AV assembles, uh, you know, posting shit on the Facebook. I mean, it gets fucking nuts. Right. Um, in my life. This is a full-time fucking job for me. So, But, uh, yeah, you can find me at adventuresinvideoland.com. Uh, you can find us um, at the Facebook page. Uh, all the conversations start there. Um, sure do. Yep. And uh, we're on Twitter, um, at Videolanders. We don't use that too much, but we're on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. Um, i got a couple cool um, interviews coming up. Um, I don't know if you guys listened to the Evil Dead one. I did. Um, I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, so, yeah, we got some things coming up. My nomination's up next. Um, I'm very excited to see what you guys... I picked um, one that I thought. Did uh, did you ever find? Like uh, I sent you a clue, didn't I? Or did I tell you to you, look? You told me to listen in for a certain. Did you clue. Did you ever? I I heard the clue and it didn't Good. come close to piecing Good. anything. To I'm not going to say anything else then because um, at the end of the day, I honestly don't think it'll make it. Uh, I'm not going to be upset if it doesn't make it. I really do appreciate. He's going to be upset if it doesn't. No, make no, no. <laughs> I, I, I'm not passionate. It's not. It's not a. Right. Uh, it, I'm passionate about it. I think it needs to be back in the spotlight. Um, but it's not one that I think will make it, but I think it's going to be, inter- I can't wait to read the reviews on it. And I think it's a, um, I think it's a unique one. So it's we'll see. But, movie. but but it's a light, it's, it's a light movie too. Not going to be anything like, yeah, yeah, easy to it. find. A yeah. very light, very light movie. But um, I hit it. I hit it right on the head. Yeah, I've been movie. thinking about this for a while, and uh, I, I wrote up, uh, like, man, it's a, it's a lot. Do you guys read the reviews right when they go up for the nomination, the nomination review? Mm-hmm. I, I, I wait until I've at least seen the movie and oh, if I put my review in then I'll read the reviews but oh. I don't I don't read well, the nomination, reviews. Oh, the nomination, the nomination yeah, oh yeah 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 okay yeah. Yeah. I have a, there's a couple people that I've talked to that will read it afterwards so they're not influenced okay. but I think you should I think you should read the nomination review yeah, I mean, I it certainly helps when you watch Velvet Goldmine to read Nathan's like he, he's very I, passionate I, like this is why I'm putting this before you I'm not just going um 
thumbing through a bunch of fucking movies and I'm throwing one at you. Like, right. it was a very personal pick to him and, like, it helps you kind of understand where he's Fuck coming yeah. from. Fuck like, yeah. No, I mean, that's I, mean, I geared up. It wasn't just that, it wasn't just that I was showing you the music videos. It wasn't just that, just as a tip. It was also, like, to see, like, are people going to be receptive to this music? Because if they're not, they're not going to like the fucking movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so... Yeah, I think you. Yeah, I absolutely think you should read the nominations. Yeah, at fuck the yeah. very least. Yeah. yeah, I think so too. Yeah, because perfect. Cause I, like, if I would have just went into above a gold mine, I'd have been like, "What the fuck." Right. But, you were no, still but that knowing, way. I was still that way, but the whole time. But you released like, oh, what I, the yeah, fuck, I, Nathan? There's yeah, there's a there's <laughs> right. a lot of other information there that I'm like, it was it was um, informative while you're right. watching it. You sure. knew why you're watching it, so yeah, read the fucking nominations. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, mine goes up in two and a half weeks, two weeks, so curious cool. what everybody thinks. But yeah. all right, until next time, my good people, let's talk about movies. Peace out. Peace. Canada. <laughs> Hit stop, so I don't have to keep saying <laughs> <laughs>